You're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Mr. Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. And now, without further ado, here's the best podcast that you'll ever hear, and that's according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome! Holy shit! <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard Today Podcast Season 3, Episode Numero Uno, Adam! And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez! And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tay. Tommy, you got down into the lab and you changed our little intro there. Yeah. Do you think it was? <laughs> That's pretty it, good. Do you think it was me? Yes, it was. It was me. It was me. It was me. <laughs> without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. That, without a that doubt. bass was really to the forefront. I'm telling you. <laughs> what were the chances? <laughs> Ready to deliver yet another great podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast. Castbox and many other of your favorite DSPs. And who did we have last week there, Adam? Owl, Owl Trail. Tree, yeah. Oh, it was Trail. It was. Okay, I was going to say Tail. <laughs> <Owl>. <laughs> and behind the master control is the mighty Godzilla. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking too long to, to introduce him. He's getting antsy back there. Yeah, no kidding, man. So, Adam, happy Halloween, man. Yes, happy Halloween. Happy this yeah. is like the third. Is this the third Halloween that we've dealt with in this, in this is, podcast? Mm, yeah, it is. The first Halloween, we were at Joe Bonamassa. And we didn't know what the hell we were doing. That's right. They, That's they right. wore masks and things. <laughs> yeah. That's the why we should remember yeah, that. Yeah. And then last year, we had a the Halloween really, special. really Halloween spectacular <laughs> yeah, was, over there. Yeah, it was super spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to erase it. <laughs> <laughs> If Godzilla was here, he would have erased him. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, yeah. We didn't wish Godzilla a happy Halloween there, Adam. That's We were wishing each other a happy oh. Halloween. He's, he's getting a little touchy. Adam. I didn't know he was festive. Yeah. He's always in that, that costume. Yeah, I just don't know. Godzilla, Godzilla, do you uh, consider yourself a monster? I don't know. That doesn't. That's not too clear with me, uh, Gosilo. <laughs> <Yeah. I, laughs> I would think he would consider himself a monster. You know? I mean, he does have uh, a big size advantage on both of us. Yeah, I mean, so that's monstrous, at least in size. I, I guess specifically in size. For it to be monstrous, uh, Gosilo, do do you have to be a? Do you have to be scared? I mean, Tommy, do you have the power to self? Propel yourself <laughs> with with your with your flaming breath. 
That's what Do I'm have, saying. That's a monster. That, that, that's a monstrous act. That, that is. But I mean, does that's, it? That's the, strike two in the monster column. Does it cause any kind of terror? Is the question? I mean, doesn't it have to be like you? He could have just been going to the market. <laughs> <laughs> I know which market he was going to. You know, this week he was the at market. A, <laughs> the tail market. <laughs> you know that this week he was at a. I want. Hey, hey, calm down, Gosita. We don't don't rush us. Gosita was working on some bits, Adam. You know, just to let you know, he's been producing he's, lately. I mean, I'm I very mean, I'm very proud of Gosila. I'm not going to talk shit about him know, at all. I mean, very proud of Gosila. This week he was uh he was searching for I want to say it was Meg the Stallion booty sauce. Was it booty sauce or was it <laughs> oh. was it goody sauce or? Oh, that's part of her uh, Popeyes offering. Is, is, is that, that what that, that is? I think does she so. have a special Popeyes meal that's specially for? Yeah. Meg the Stallion fans? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam, uh, I think he got some audio. What were the chances? And I think the special oh, audio. Is this for the drive-thru? Yeah, yeah, this is through the drive-thru, yeah. Oh, man. There he goes. He's grooving. Open it up, yeah. The hottie sauce. I'm about to try it. It's good. It's not nasty. <laughs> to rate this sandwich, I give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half, nine out of ten. Why my cousin calling me? Someone stole your hottie sauce. Oh. All of it. Not my hottie sauce. He's oh, upset no. there. Will our hero Godzilla ever get to taste Meg the Stallion's hottie sauce? Stay tuned. What the? Oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. We'll, we'll, we'll applaud. Wow, that, that was okay, 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 okay. That was incredible. Wow. Audio. It was and my bad. It wasn't booty sauce. It was hottie sauce. <laughs> <laughs> now the staff at the drive-through. I mean, they were able to clearly understand. I mean, the did the, you catch the, that? The speaker system there must be totally perfect, and they understood his order to a T. They think, knew he wanted the Megan the Stallion. <laughs> I think they were hottie package. It was that Popeyes next to your house out there. <laughs> that's always busy. It's always rocking that way. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why it's maybe, a rock road. <laughs> But that girl was like, yeah, you know, what's going on here? Go see what you... I know what you want. I, I can see it in your eye. <laughs> I was wondering if you were asking if there was actually Meg the Stallion that he got versus the, the hottie sauce. I think he wanted like five or six Meg the Stallions. I don't oh, know. he was making an order of Meg the Stallion. <laughs> Not yeah. just her meal. He wanted the, the person. Say, what's the deal here? <laughs> <laughs> There's no hottie sauce. Somebody stole it, man. Oh, no. That's bad for Gosito, man. Well, I'm glad he caught that tape. That's pretty good. He, he's out there on, on the streets and the surfaces, getting out there, getting in touch with the people. Yeah, you would think that they would have called News Channel 3 or something like that. <laughs> not, not a fear at all. That's, what I, that's why I was asking if Gosito was, you know, a monster. You know, because I don't think he is. You, you know? remember that movie with Matthew Broderick? Oh, yeah. And... and and all of this, he like opened the window, and all you see is this huge wang. <laughs> <laughs> head and one little eye flashing, looking at yeah. him. <laughs> that's what the, that's what they had to look like uh, at the uh, <laughs> at Adam, the drive-through. Adam, you you okay? All right, you mentioned Matthew, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's not too fond, evidently, of Matu. <laughs> Give him a bad name, he said. Did he survive? Did he survive? I, I guess the, so he did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> Actually, I think it's Gosila. Is I think it's probably is Gosilo's a cousin. Uh, is, is that right, Gosilo? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it wasn't him. It was okay. just, just makes his family look bad is what it is. <laughs> oh, I understand. I understand. So, I, I, you know, you can't be mad at Gosilo for that. But great job, Gosilo. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, so Once again, know. producing content. Unbelievable. Yeah, I just, it was just awesome. But yeah, Adam, so are you ready for Halloween? What's going on? I mean, I am. Last year, you would have, you left here to stop at one of the major uh, right, right, to right, stop right, right, at right. one of the major uh, stores there, and you, and you did not. The, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, I have the same idea on the same preparation. Costco is on the way. Uh, after I leave here, it'll still be mid morning. I will grab something at the Costco. Okay, I will get enough to supply uh, the children of the neighborhood enough. And probably have overflowing amounts because wow. it's Costco, you know. Do your kids go out and do no, trick or treating? They're old now. They're they old. They don't even try to go for the free candy. I don't think so. I mean, the youngest is seventeen. That shouldn't be allowed, should it? Mm. But sh- what my daughter she's might, working too. My though. daughter might go with her cousins and take them trick or treating or something and chaperone them. And then she'll probably yank about forty a uh, little. Of those mini bars out of her mm, out of their bags. Yeah, you know it was really cool to see you guys last. Uh, what was it? A couple of Sundays ago that we uh, were out there. Yeah. Yes, I was doing some uh, uh, ar- <laughs> arboretum work or uh, <laughs> tree tree work. It wasn't Halloween, uh, Adam, and I was scared. I said there was there's, they're working here. There was a rickety <laughs> scare, building. Work work scares me <laughs> with two. Uh, you know, medium-sized uh, adults on top of it. Yeah, I would say <laughs> medium. Me- I would say one. Yeah, one's medium, one's small. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were trimming back trees over at the uh, the in-laws' house. It was good to see you guys. It really was. I mean, we saw everybody. You were having going. a great time. Oh, because I, yeah, every time I, I looked it, down, yeah. you were laughing and <laughs> laughing, and I almost fell through the the, the roof about four times. Yeah. And the, oh, look at this guy! The worst part about it was, I said, I don't want to say anything because it's going to turn into conversation. It's going to take. It's going to take. <laughs> it's going to take away from the dad gone podcast. <laughs> I, I fall through and I and I hit some some equipment inside the, the shed, and uh, I, I'll be at the next podcast. Oh, uh, uh, Toby. <laughs> How are you doing today? Yeah. Oh, or even <laughs> worse, or even worse, you cut yourself and poor Luca. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, and he faints on us or something like that. that oh would, yeah, well, that's that true. would that would have been we, really we bad. We don't want to see any blood. Yes, you know, and then we did get. I got to see uh, the lovely Lisa Tate, which is always my pleasure to see her. Yes, there. yes, yes. She she yeah. enjoyed talking to you. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just glad. She she did. You notice she was the one that brought out the podcast. I didn't see anything about the daggone podcast. She was the one that brought it up when we were eating dinner. When she starts talking about the podcast, I kind of I do that thing that the animals do where they kind of fold their ears over. I don't want to hear whatever she's had, got to say about it. Was it positive at least? <laughs> I had to poke the bear a little bit. Did you ask if she'd listened to the last episode oh, or something? Hell no. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, dude. Now, if you're talking about scary, that is Halloween scary yeah, right there. We don't need this. That would have been really, really bad. So we'll sh- we'll shutter this whole operation. Just, yeah, we just don't just go back to Adam's return podcast. That'll get <laughs> <laughs> listen to the ones where I wasn't on. That's what you should listen to. <laughs> Adam, let's start this stuff. This that one thing. What the hell is this? Don't mess with the ghoul. That would not be cool, ghost. 
The Halloween song. Oh, okay. Sure, you don't invite someone who will suck and bite Man. vampires into flight on Halloween night. Okay. Candy corn. Now it's sad about candy corn. All right, all right. I don't, want, I don't want to turn this down. This is a banger. <laughs> I'm gonna save that one for my playlist. <laughs> who do we got there, Adam? <laughs> Uh, Mally Mason? Wow. Have you ever heard of such a person? No, but evidently you have. <laughs> well, not, not so much. <laughs> Good morning, Adam. Today is October the 30th, 2021. And guess what national day it is today, Adam? Mm, candy Corn Day. Oh, Could it be anything else? Man, last week, you guessed how many podcasts we had, and you hit it right on the nail. And you hit on Candy Corn Day today, Adam. <laughs> You kind of put it on a T for me, though, wouldn't you think? <laughs> on October the 30th, the country celebrates its favorite vegetable with National Candy Corn Day. They, what do you, you think can, about that? I don't even consider corn a vegetable. You don't? I think it's like I a do. grain. I think it's a grain. Absolutely te- 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 not. No. Te- technically, it's a grain. Mm-mm. You can pulverize the corn and make it into a tortilla. Yeah. That's like a granular type item. But a grain helps you, it gives you fiber, and it helps you go to the bathroom. That's what a grain does. You don't see corn when you go to the bathroom? Yeah, it doesn't process like grain. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yes, you, you see the entire. It, it, it does the same thing. You see it. You see the evidence yeah, of it. But you see the entire. <laughs> and oh, by the way, pushing it out is a pain. Oh, is it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen? <laughs> have you ever eaten a purple tortilla chip? A what? Purple. Tortilla oh, oh, chips. Um, um, I mean, I have, but not in great, not in great quantities. If let me tell you this, if you were drunk the night before and you were having margaritas and all this other stuff, and you so happened to have tortilla chips that were purple, and you can't remember, you remember when you finally go to the bathroom. Really? Yes, sir. It's ha- the the color conveys the, com- the color. It doesn't process. Corn does not process, dude. So it does it does nothing positive for the the the. The system. Oh, you for could do, evacuating. You could do great things with corn, you know. Because first of all, let's let's go. Let's not go too far away from candy corn. Number one, we got to we got to. No, we're talking about number two. We got to. <laughs> yes. Okay. You caught that. Good deal. So, so yes. Yeah, so, uh, going back to corn real quick, you can make many wonderful things with corn, like you said, tortillas and things like that. You sure. could, uh, you know, Cheetos and and all these other uh, snacks. You can you could how do you? They're malleable. Is that is that Malleable is the word. Sure. You could form them into certain things, and you can pulverize what? them and make them into some sort of paste yeah. that you to form into uh, tortillas as in, and chips. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's now going back to candy corn, Adam. <laughs> okay, oh, candy corn. <laughs> it was created. I don't know. So let's read on here, just in case. Tell me about in this. In the late 1800s, George Renninger of One Durrell Candy Company created candy corn. His sweet treat represented the bright colors. Of corn kernels. I didn't know one was orange. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, candy corn was yellow, orange, and white. Okay. However, it wasn't until 1889, so it's nine years later, that Golitz Candy Company made the candy popular. Later, other candy makers developed a variety of popular colors and the flavors as well. I I always thought it just had one flavor. Now, what what is it made of? It, it, it tastes like wax. It's sugary. It's a sh- it's like a okay. It's a sugared wax. It's what? It, yeah. Well, is that what it, it is? Was, the original confection was made. Okay, here we go. All right. By hand using corn syrup, mm. 
sugar water marshmallows, fondant, mm. and carnauba wax. A, what you wax your car with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a wax made from the leaves of a palm tree. However, modern candy makers combine the original ingredients using machines. Sounds like it's, so it's every still growing the, it's, boy needs. So it's still the same thing. It's water, sugar, corn syrup, marshmallows, fondant, and carnauba wax. <laughs> now I feel like... Now when I wax my truck, I will remember this. <laughs> now I got another uh, useless piece of information yeah. in my head. Now, I don't believe that there is a passion for the taste and flavor of the candy corn. I think it's just more of a, a novelty item, something that is not beloved, perhaps, uh, something that is put on display for people to grab at their leisure, but is not something that people are passionate about. It's still a staple. You can't have... It's a staple? It is. There isn't a single Halloween event that I have been to that I have not seen candy corn. I don't know about you. But it's not the primary focus. It's not what people are going for. It's but not it's, like people are fighting over the bowl of candy corn. But it's but it's there. It's there. It's always it's there always, as a tradition. I have never seen, like I said, I've never been to a place where it's Halloween or harvest or whatever you want to call it without candy corn, dude. That's how you tell if you've invited a nut job to your party. <laughs> if they start going for the candy corn, you say, get this guy out of here. Well, what, what confections would you consider uh, uh, to be available at a Halloween party? What would be the staple for a Halloween? Well, con- well confections, I, I don't think of confections. I think about the, the processed candy bars, like the chocolate bars and things like this. Mm, I don't know. If I go, I just... I'll grab a few, and I'm, how do you eat your candy corn? I, I eat it by the pieces, so I'll get the red piece first, and then the white piece, and then the orange piece. I won't eat it all together. Like, if I'm bored, I, that's how I eat. I don't eat them all So you eat way. it in sections? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I don't know why I do that, but yeah, I do that. Is there a flavor profile difference I, between the each? I'll tell you what flavor is sweet. That's the flavor. Yeah. There's no, I don't know what they're saying. They made it in different different flavors. I wouldn't know. I guess they could make it like licorice and make it taste like Dr. Pepper. Something like mm. that. I don't know. But I would imagine so, but I've never, ever, I wouldn't find it appealing at all. Mm. I don't think so. I'm so used to the regular candy corn that, oh, okay, good deal, sweet, boom, let's roll. And that's the, that's the end of that. And I don't see anything else other than like one or two decorations that they could put in a- What if you had an op- option for Red Hots? You had a bowl of candy corn, you had a bowl of Red Hots. How about- Or you had, you had a bowl of flavored mints. I would say it would be great to have candy corn that, that were like Red Hots, you know, when they, when, when they pop <laughs> Well, that them. is the Red Hot, yeah. then. You're, pick, you're picking the Red Hot, because no, no, you no. want that flavor. No, no, but you, you wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> you just put it out there. <laughs> you know, that... that oh, you're like, woo! <laughs> you, you know, that, I'm on fire! You know, like, it's, it's in your, and you would plan it. It's for that one kid that you know that comes to the party all uncontrollable. Uh. And, you know, he's going to do the mad dash to whatever. So you make sure that wherever the door is, that that red hot candy corn is the first thing he'll he'll jump into. You want some prankster yes. candy corn. <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> and they're like, oh, sorry. My tongue is burning. Oh, man. Oh, they're disgusting. <laughs> Hurts. Sorry, a Timmy. That <laughs> that was for adults. <laughs> oh, honey, you didn't label it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> today there's numerous uh, recipes to create candy corn and flavors, cakes, cookies, beverages, and more. That's true. 
I, I've never seen candy corn in a beverage, but I have seen them in cakes and cookies and stuff like that. I have seen that. Oh, yeah. Accentuating, like, mm-hmm. it puts stuck in the icing yeah. and spots to exactly. make a pattern. So, yeah, okay. kind of, you know, building something with it. You know, like a little puzzle, like a kind of creepy. Something that people are going to pick off. I mean, it's it's visually there. You yeah. recognize the candy corn. You pick it off. You do not eat it. Mm-hmm. And you eat the cake. It's triangular, so you could do, like, eyes for a uh, pumpkin kind of shape cupcake you could sure, use sure. you could use it as fangs you know I guess sure you know, sure sure ears i don't I mean, you know, <laughs> yes, I, yes. I, don't, I have no idea anyway so adam how do you observe national candy corn day buddy i suppose you have to go to the candy store and buy a bag uh, one of those mass five pound bags of uh candy corn mm-hmm. so yeah you buy that candy corn and then you would stick two candy corn up your nose <laughs> And while you're at it, and a, few, and a few in your teeth, like in your mouth, and then you'd you'd take a, a selfie of yourself, and then you'd hashtag it National Candy Corn Day. National Candy Corn Day. And today it's also, by the way, National Trick or Treat Day. Also. Oh, of course. Just, FYI, just, of course. If you haven't figured that out, it is reported that at 8:50 p.m., a huge flaming object, believed to be a meteorite, fell on a farm. In the neighborhood of Grover's Mill, New Jersey, 22 wow. miles from Trenton. Oh, boy. The flash in the sky was visible within a radius of several hundred miles, and the noise of the impact was heard as far north as Elizabeth. More? That's the thing directly in front of me, half buried in a vast pit. Must have struck with terrific force. The ground is covered with splinters of a tree. It must it's have a news report of them seeing a meteorite later. From like the 1930s, Adam, I would imagine, because Adam, today in history, my friend. Yes. Brought to you by history.com and on this day.com, by the way. Mm-hmm. October the 30th, 1938, Orson Welles, the war of the world's radio play was broadcasted live, dude. Do you remember the story behind that at all? I, do you remember anything about it? I don't remember the story, but... I think people were, this was their source of entertainment, listening to the radio. Big, big band music on the radio. Mm-hmm. And they broke in with like legitimacy to, to sound like this is a real thing. Like This is not saying, tune in now for our, for our play, our radio play. It was just a legitimate, hey, we're springing this on you, and we're going to make you think that we're being invaded. This is considered one of the best pranks ever. It's got to be. The War of the Worlds, Adam, Orson mm-hmm. Welles' realistic radio dramatization of a Martian invasion on Earth was broadcasted on the radio on this day, on October the 30th, 1938. Welles was only 23 years old when his Mercury Theory Company decided to update H.G. Wells' 19th century science fiction novel, The War on the Worlds, for national radio. Yeah. Okay, so this is how it went down. Okay. At the beginning, at the very beginning of his show on the radio, all right. It says, this is the Orson Welles drama company, yada, yada, yada. This is what we're going to play for you, the War of the Worlds. It actually said it. Okay. Was, it says was the this War a regular, of the Worlds. Was this a regular program? Just a regular program. So it, it had aired before? Like he had, he, Orson Welles had other radio plays? Yes. That he would announce and yes. say, oh, okay. Yeah. So they go into, okay, this is New York. There was nothing that said, instead of this week, we're having this band playing and we will forego mm-hmm. the Orson Welles dramatization or whatever maybe. You know, because remember, they used to do the Lone Ranger and all this other stuff. Sure. And Superman, the whole deal used to be done by, by radio. They actually went into it and it was like, oh, this is the band and we're in such and such place at Radio uh, Radio City our, yeah, Music radio, Hall. Radio, there you go. Thank you. 
they just went right in. Then this is where the broadcast came in. We are interrupting the whatever they were playing from Radio City Music Hall right, right. to announce that there is something through this telescope we're looking at at Mars. Okay, cue the next, the, the band keeps playing, right. and it builds up to what we just heard here a couple of minutes ago. Uh-huh. And everybody that was listening to it, it maybe could have been that a lot of people didn't tune in at the beginning. Well, makes sense. Then they decided to come inside the house and listen to it. Makes and sense. they missed that. So at this point, they're like, oh my God, we're listening to Orson Welles. There's this big band playing, and there's this, there's these... Uh, there had uh, to be a precedent before when that they would break in and do actual like news stories, right? There would have to be... That would have happened before in history. Yeah. So if you weren't tuned in to hear that we're doing this play... Then you just think, oh, they're breaking in with news. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, this is how it went down. The show began on Sunday. The Voice announced the Columbia Broadcasting System and its affiliated stations present Orson Welles. So they technically they warned the public this okay. is part of the play. Okay. Technically, now the people, the re- the receivers of this information were the ones that had to make that choice for themselves: is this real or is it not real? Evidently. They completely missed that because who's going to suspect that in 19, you know, 39, mm-hmm. right? Who's going to suspect that? Nobody. It's the same thing today with social media. If you notice, okay. I make a comparison with it. You, you have uh, people that will believe anything a role or run with anything that they see immediately on social media. You'll see the daggone sharing, you know, and I call those people lack of ingenuity and lack of originality. People who love sharing for some reason, I don't know why, they can't come up maybe with their own stuff and they want to participate. I don't know. But this would be the equivalent, at least in in my view. So yeah, so they go through this whole thing and the whole country is immersed in it. Everybody's panicking. Radio stations are getting called left and right. And radio stations are what the hell? Right. You know, <laughs> and uh-huh. like, what the hell are you guys talking about? And it's the whole country's in a panic because you know, they're actually thinking that the Martians had landed, invaded Earth. That's pretty cool. Which is extremely cool. You know, and we're talking about, this is 1930s. The 1950s is where you really had the UFO scare. So this this novel was written in 1800, mm-hmm. and it was already addressing the uh, the alien invasion coming from our closest neighboring planet, which is from Mars. My hat goes off to you, Mr. Orson. Yeah, you, I know. You, this is so awesome. I would, fu- would have found that so funny. Absolutely genius. You know, it's just the greatest thing ever. I'm- and it had to be, if, once you realize that this is just BS, you'd have to look back and say, this guy had me in stitches. This and I'm a fool, is, yeah. Unbelievable. He fooled the shit out of me, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Adam. Yep. What do we got here, buddy? I haven't heard this for a while. Well, this is, of course, one of your favorites, Europe, <laughs> with the final <laughs> countdown. <laughs> Adam, is it Europe or is it Asia? It's Europe. You had the wrong. You had the wrong continent. That's Cosino. It wasn't me. That's messed You're close. They, they touch in places. I was in the zone. Gosh, that song was so overplayed. October the 30th, Adam, and by the way, today's sports history mm-hmm. is brought to you by history.com and on this day.com slash sports, my friend. Yes. The first use of the uh, 24-second shot clock, Adam, in pro basketball 
was done on October the 30th, 1954, my friend. Wow, 1954. Mm-hmm. Okay. The NBA had problems attracting fans. So a team would get the lead, and they would go into some kind of four corners offense and kind of play keep away with the ball, right? Yes. So there would be no no incentive to score exactly. or anything. Okay. And people just got tired of that bullshit and stopped going to the games. <laughs> Before the shot clock's inception, teams in the lead were running out the clock, just yeah, like you said, exactly. yeah, passing the ball incessantly, yeah. And the first place where this was used was Rochester versus Boston. All right, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember Rochester ever. Well, yeah, where Rochester had a team up there, Rochester, New York. I would imagine this yeah, one was sure. And then uh, there's some instances here where uh, freaking low-scoring games with many fouls bored fans. Yeah. The most extreme case occurred in October the 22nd, 1950, just. Four years earlier, when the Fort Wayne Pistons defeated the Minneapolis Lakers in a low score of 19 to 18. Are you kidding yes, me? Including three and one in the fourth quarter. I don't know what that three to one? Yeah, three to one. Three yeah. points to one point. Yeah, I guess that's oh what I mean. Thank God. you. I'm glad you're here for that shit. <laughs> No wonder that would be torturous. Oh, my God. No kidding, man. The Pistons held the ball for minutes at a time without shooting. At least in, like, baseball. You can be engrossed in a game that's 0-0. Like you have a great pitching performances yeah. or something. You got mm-hmm. good defensive plays, keeping the other team off the off the scoreboard. Yeah, because if you go to sleep at a baseball game, you might miss something. There's no shot clock there, but when you're watching basketball, it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. You're waiting the whole there's action, there's movement the whole time. And you're waiting for that either that that layup coming up or that one shot, whatever. And that shot clock made them hurry up and do their plays. Oh. The shot clock is a countdown timer used in basketball, for those who don't know, that provide a set amount of time, and it's between 24 to 35 seconds, depending on the league. I thought it was 20 seconds. Uh, that a team may possess the ball before attempting to score a goal of some sort. The NBA has held 24-second limits since 1954, Adam. Yep, I believe it. FIBA introduced a 30-second shot clock in 1956 and switched to 24 seconds in 2000. So FIBA would be the international one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yes, know what that is. Yeah, it's got to be international so, basketball, so, so yeah. sure. So there you go, a little bit of history, nice. my friend, of, you know, sports was evolving, and there's always some change going on. Yeah, there's, so, there's new rules always added. Yeah. And they're trying. They're trying to do the same thing with baseball and to speed up games and things like this. Yeah, yeah. I but, think they're ruining it that way. But yeah, yeah. But hey, since we're still in sports, we have a person who has come as focused on our operation here at the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Well, we're not a sports show. Uh, he's recently been unemployed. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Coach John Gruden. Did you hear anything oh, about yeah, Coach yeah, John yeah, Gruden? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, he is. He uh, wrote some naughty things in emails, apparently, and uh, for the past ten years. <laughs> and he'd, he'd been removed is that from true? his job. Is that true? For the past ten uh, years? Yeah, it's been over a decade, I think, at least. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he contacted us and he he put out some information. He's going to kind of review our operation. Okay. And the first installment. We'll be right here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gruden's Grinders. And now, here's Coach. It is Chucky Gruden. You know, I've been passionate about the game of football my whole life. And now, because some limp-wristed pansy ass went through my AOL account from a decade ago, now... All of a sudden, I can't coach football no more. But I still love to get in the film room and break down the tape. So this is what's going to happen. I'm going to break down the tape on the 
Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. I'm going to give you the, the good, the bad, and the ins and the outs. Stay tuned for more. Oh, okay. So, so he'll come back a little bit later in the episode with another installment of Gruden's Grinders. Isn't that something he's going <laughs> to... Is he going to grind us? <laughs> that sounds bad, Adam. It's 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 The Stones, man. <laughs> the Stones. I love this song. Yeah, it's one of those old classics from like 1964 or 5, something like that. I think it was the old one, isn't it? Uh, I, think it was a, I think it was a cover. Is it? I don't I even know. I think so, yeah. This is the famous version that I know. Yeah, well, yeah. This is the one that were yelling in 1961, Adam. 61? That's right. October the 25th, 1961, my friend. Wow. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, who hadn't seen each other since primary school and ran into each other at the Dartford train station in England. Keith was on his way to the Sidcup Art College, and Mick was headed to the London School of Economics. Mm. Noticing the Muddy Waters and Chuck Berry albums that Mick was carrying, mm. oh, Keith yes. struck up a conversation, and they later formed Adam. The Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones? Yes. This is that fateful day, October the 25th, 1961. So, Did you know the, the uh, Rolling Stones origin story? I knew that Keith saw Mick carrying records. And that's, that's all I knew. And I guess that makes him a musician <laughs> because he's carrying out some albums. Mm. But uh, I guess you strike up a conversation and you say, I guess, do you have a voice? Can you play guitar? Right. Is that, that's how it happens? Sometimes that's how it happens. Sometimes that's how the singer is thrusted to the front. He's either either playing the bass or doing something or maybe even just hanging out. And all of a sudden they discover this guy could sing. It doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I didn't know anything of the origin story of the Rolling Stone. I am not that uh, deep committed to the Rolling Stone. Yeah, idea. beyond that, I have no idea. How, yeah, they filled, is... how they filled out the band and got the other members, I don't know. I'm good. Anyway. Hey, and they're still playing concerts. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> exactly three years later, Adam. 1964, there we go. The Rolling Stones appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show for the first time, performing their Chuck Berry cover around and around. Mm. And their Irma Thomas cover of Time is on my side, baby. So yeah, Irma, Tom Irma, Irma Thomas. Thomas that's the okay. original person. Uh, which, thanks to the exposure <clears throat> on the show, became their first U.S. top ten hit in December mm. of 1964. Well, that's where you get your break. Is in the U.S. is on the Sullivan Show. Yeah, but then shortly after, a riot broke out. <laughs> where the Ed uh, Sullivan Show? Yes, really. Yeah, prompting Sullivan's infamous quote that says, "I promise you, they'll never." be back on our show again. After that, the group made five more appearances. <laughs> <laughs> that proclamation didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Ooh. People tried to push down. I knew this what it was. <laughs> Just cause we get around. Things they do look awful. You want to listen to the whole thing? No, Adam. <laughs> Adam, what we, just for credit purposes, Adam, what do we have there? Toya and Robert's oh Sunday lunch. Oh my God, that's horrible. Where they play 
my generation for wait, us. Wait, wait, wait a minute. It's not horrible. It's art. <laughs> 1965, Adam, October the 29th, 1965. The Who released their single, My Generation, in uh, the UK, Adam. The song was named the 11th greatest song by Rolling Stone on their list of 500 greatest songs of all time, Adam. In 1965, is this list made, or is this later list? No, this is because it said it was the 13th on VH1's list of the 100 greatest songs of rock and roll. Mm. It reached number two in the UK and the Who's highest charting single in their home country, but only number 74 in America. Mm. Okay. I mean, I, I would think that's an extremely popular song, at least today. So I wouldn't know why it only reached 74 in America. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it didn't get any... Uh, I would think it would have been top 10. Record company push. They weren't doing enough payola to get it played or something on the mm. on the radio yeah. <laughs> here in the U.S., maybe? Well, this is the time that I think we discussed. This is when they were fighting. They would show up to a gig and either uh, end to whistle, and uh, their drummer, and uh, Keith, Keith Moon, Moon yeah, sure. would show up late. <laughs> they got fired a few times. This was uh, Keith so. Moon's kind of tour de force. This is where he got to really cut loose and go nuts in this song. Yeah, so no, I didn't know it was it was just 74 in the U.S. That's, that's a little yeah, crazy. Yeah, super low. Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. You love that every time you... (laughs) I definitely do. Adam, this is my song. This is your song? Well, you know what it is. No quarter. No quarter, man. Yeah. You know you know what? I think of a Wilda every single time I listen to this song. A Wilda? Why? Yeah. Because she gives me no quarter, dude. <laughs> 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 Actually, she doesn't give anybody any quarter. <laughs> She's tough as nails. Well, we're playing this one because it's... Uh... Halloween show. It's the it's kind of a spooky song or yeah. something. You know all the organ stuff here at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna have a spooky story here. Is it? Is it a? Is it? Wait a minute. For this song, is it a medieval kind of theme song? Because uh, it I, thinks about the winds of Thor winds blowing of Thor. cold. Sure. Uh, we're talking about Nordic things <laughs> and tra- the traveling in the winter time. Love it. <laughs> I know you do. Well, you know that there's a lot of uh, correlation with that part like, right there. That part's so cool. That riff is. Oh, I know. It's uh, organ. I love it. It's organ and. We could just Jimmy play the song. Oh, we could just play the song. Just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> this is live. This is from their celebration day. They did this one in uh, 20, 2007, I think, wow. for that last concert they did together. So awesome. Uh, well, okay, keep going, keep there going. was a correlation between uh, mysticism and uh, uh, occult and things and Led Zeppelin. Okay. There's always stories of uh, demons and things haunting them. Wizards. Yes. Well, Jimmy Page was the source of most of that. Right. Uh, he was a collector and he was a collector of author and occultist Aleister Crowley mm-hmm. memorabilia. And he had a lot of his his uh, collectibles things that he had owned he in 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 1971 he purchased Crowley's former home 
the Bolaskeen House, which was on the southeast side of Loch Ness on the Scottish Highlands. That's very cool. I didn't know where that location was for that right Alice, right Alistair the Crowley was uh, yeah. that close to the Loch Ness. Wow, this is Halloween-y. We finally picked up on the halloween theme stuff. Jeez. And, and, and Alistair, <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Crowley you, at the time had been noted in local papers and was being called the wickedest man in the world. Mm. Don't know how he got that determination. When did he die? Did it say there? Uh, early 1900s. Wow. Crowley believed the location of this Bolaskeen house was ideal to sequester himself to perform a series of operations known as the sacred magic of Amberlin the mage. Okay, that's like Merlin? Now, the purpose of this ritual right. is to invoke one's guardian angel. It requires at least six months of preparation, celibacy. Hey, how long is too long to go without having sex? <laughs> <laughs> and Ew. abstinence from alcohol. However, it also includes the summoning of the 12 kings and dukes of hell to bind them and remove their negative influences from the magician's life. Mm. So, whilst he was in the middle of this spell and this operation, right. Crowley was summoned to Paris. It was an emergency. He had to move, and in the midst, he was unable to complete this. He had to be taken there by the leader of the Golden Dawn, whatever that organization is. So according to legend, he never banished the demons he had summoned. No, so they are still shit. about in the area. And Jimmy Page bought the house. Jimmy Page purchased the, the home, and he claimed, yes, it is haunted. Uh, but he tried to downplay it a little bit. He said, well, there was a couple of other owners after Crowley had moved out. They'd lived through it, so maybe there's something there. They had a few demons with said, brooms. And then he, he had this other story. He said, well, also on the property, there was a church that was burned to the ground with the congregation inside. Mm, true know, or not? True or not? This is, this is according to Jimmy Page. This wow. is according to his story. Add to the legend. And then uh, strange things in the house did have to happen, but it had some correlation to Crowley and the items that he had that were souvenirs with Crowley's. Also, there was a man that was beheaded at the Bullstein house. And at nighttime, sometimes you could hear his head rolling down the hall. Oh, so this is our Led Zeppelin moment for Halloween. Wow. <laughs> this week. Tommy, I think we have another entry into the Gruden's Grinders. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, the first one. That's not good. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gruden's Grinders. And now, here's Coach. All right, the first guy we got to talk about here is Tommy Martinez. <laughs> He's a quarterback of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Why, thank you. He's a creative genius and hardest working member of the whole crew. Which is surprising since he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> I had one rule back when I was coaching. No Puerto Rican quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't need any confusion in the huddle with them talking Mexicans. Can't trust a Puerto Rican, man. Hey, anyway, so, on the plus side, Tommy's creative and dedicated. His negatives, Puerto Rican. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Gruden's Grinders.
So it sounds like he said a lot of good things about you. Did they find some of that stuff in their emails? <laughs> He's had some good things to say about oh, you, creative genius. Wow. That was really nice. And he did say some true things there, though. <laughs> did, you, did you not notice my face when uh, when uh, Julian came back from, uh, you know, from see, the bar? See, well, it was from the bar, yes. <laughs> but he was talking about Raiders and this and the other, like, what is he talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a bit lost. If he would have been talking about like, Tuscan Raiders, like from uh, Star Wars. <laughs> That's where your mind went. <laughs> but he said Raiders. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Raiders get the fuck out of here with that. I don't, I don't know shit about football. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let me see if I find my place here. This is fucking Gruden bullshit. <laughs> we got a couple more. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who is this, my friend. You know, this is Hart and oh, they're yeah. going crazy, crazy on you. Crazy on me. I love it. 1975, Adam. Mm -hmm. October the 24th, 1975. And this right here is the music of Hart. Mm. Ooh, that was good. This is the best part right this here. This is though. where it gets hidden right there. Oh, yeah. Classic riffs, very recognizable. Building. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're rocking now. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, we don't, <laughs> you already been like an hour into the podcast. <laughs> Hart got a big break at him when they filled in as opening act for Guess Who, man. Not for the, the, not for the, for guess, the guess Who, who? or oh. the Who. Uh, <laughs> uh, You'll never believe what, it. What year is this? You'll never believe it. 1975, October the 24th, 1975. You'll never believe who they uh, were opening the for. The Jackson 5. Mm -mm. Rod Stewart and the Faces, bro. Mm. At the Forum in Montreal, Canada. Wow. Thanks to the support from local radio station CHOM, Chom. Chom. Many in the crowd know their songs, Magic Man and Crazy on You. That must have been so, that must have been like mind blowing. Where was, it, where was this at? This is in Montreal, Canada. Montreal. Okay. I was wondering if it could have been their native Seattle or not, but I guess not. I just think again another origin story. So not that they had been formed and everything else, but their big break, their big exposure was opening for the faces. Which and you know me, dude. I love I love uh, Rod Stewart and the faces of bluesy rock and roll. Mm -hmm. I I dig it. I always have. I always will. That would have been, you know, like some of these questions that you'll see like on uh, at Headbangers Ball. Oh, yeah. If you could go back in time, which concert would you see? That'd be one I'd like to see. Oh, on the on the Meta website? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you, <laughs> did you catch that? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I was thinking, what did Meta World Peace get himself into now? <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. He's going to sue. Yeah. I'm going to sue. That's my name. He's using my name. But he, yeah. Uh, they continued to build support in Canada before making their move to America, buddy. Mm. In 1976. You know what would have been cool for them to open, though? Since it was Montreal? Uh, who? Rush. Rush. Yeah. Rush or maybe Shooting Stars. <laughs> shooting Star. <laughs> Excuse me, Triumph. <laughs> I'm getting my rock and rollers all, all, all confused. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Gosilo. How about a little chamber music? Oh, they make such very soothing, quiet dinner music. You love them. We call them Kiss. 
Oh, not unless you brush your fangs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, play something a little peaceful for Mr. Lynn. Oh, Adam. Yeah, Tommy. This week in history, my friends. Okay. October the 29th, 1976, man. Okay. Kiss perform, i.e. lip sync. If you haven't heard it by If you haven't heard it Yes, thank you, Gosilo. <laughs> uh, they lip sync on the Paul Lind Halloween special, dude. I did see the video of this, <clears> and there was... No instruments being played. <laughs> there was no singing going on. There was just on. a lot of jumping it around. A, it was a lot of, we're going to here to perform. We're going to look like Kiss for you. They, <laughs> we're they, not going to make the noise that Kiss makes. They came down some kind of elevator. Yes, they uh, did. Like It was like a lift. Is really more yes. than a, Yeah, I, I saw that. Like man. they were caged animals <laughs> there to perform <laughs> <laughs> for the, the witches on Halloween. Paul Lind Halloween special, man. is a Halloween-themed television special. Oh, another Halloween thing that we squeezed in here, Adam. Good uh, deal. S- yeah, starring Paul Lind. You know, broadcast October 29, 1976 on ABC, man. It featured guest stars Margaret Hamilton in her reprisal as the Wicked Witch of the West. And also wow. Billy Hayes as Witchy Poo from H and R Puff and Stuff. Witchy Poo? Yeah, that was the other witch. Oh, yeah. And then obviously you had the the greats as Tim Conway, Roz Kelly, Florence Henderson, and of course our favorite heroes of the time, Kiss. Kiss. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> So that I mean, uh, did you see the whole thing, or did did you see the, the specials? Maybe about I, I think I got like entire special. Oh, man, come on, man! Did you watch the whole yeah, special? Yeah, oh yeah, I've seen. I think I saw it God, a couple of times already. Yeah. Was Kiss your favorite part, or did you have uh, it, it, the comedy of the day? It, what was the comedy yeah, yeah, of the day? It was the. Uh, it was. It was like a. Uh, if I remember correctly, and I, and and I'm gonna go off of the uh, brain here. So if you want to go ahead and correct me, okay. that's cool. You could send me an email okay. to Tommy N Adam Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm screwing up. I guess I don't want no more emails. <laughs> I want to say, what was that? Uh, what was that? Sto- the Christmas story, is it? Where uh, Ralphie? Well, where shot his eye out. Where Scrooge goes and sees the ghost of a of a Christmas past and present and all that. So it was something to that effect, if I remember correctly. Okay. You know, I think he had to make like wishes. Is what it was, and then Witchy Poo and uh, and the Wicked Witch of the West would. So everything would, was happy at the end. Oh, like he made he made God, good choices. I, I, honestly, I can't remember how the whole ending of it was, but you know, it just goes to show you that our heroes were would do anything <laughs> <laughs> for exposure. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they sang, you know, well, they lip sang to uh, Detroit Rock City, big right. hit, and also Beth. Oh, of course. You know, we spoke this about is, Beth. This last is the week, one. So, this yeah. is their signature song. Again, our heroes are prostituting themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Adam, I will be working on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what this is? This is Rush, Adam. En la Villa (laughs) Strangiato. Strangiato. I think you're right. Is that French? Or is that Italian? Italian. I would imagine it's Italian. Mm. 
Do they have any Italian heritage inside of Rush? I wouldn't know. French Canadian. I know there's two of them are Jewish, and I don't. Oh yeah, there's Jew. And I don't know what Peter was. Anyway, I always heard that this song for Alex Lifeson was a bear to play because it's so much difficult guitar work for like a uh, 11 minute song it's or something. Classic Rush here on this one. Anyway, Adam. October the 29th of 1978. Mm-hmm. Russia's Hemisphere, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hit stores. As you say, you had to do groundwork mm-hmm. to pick up this album. Yep. The album is an ambition. Is it is ambition as ambitious, <clears throat> excuse me, even for Rush to the Rush standards. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And the work put into recording it nearly gives the band members nervous breakdowns. So what? yeah, so there you what go. What do you mean? <laughs> Are you serious? They went overboard, like maybe like our outline tonight. <laughs> it's a little ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Adam. Per- uh, beautiful. <laughs> Rush. What do we got here, Adam? Well, it says this is MOD, and they're playing True Colors. Oh, yeah. Not the normal... Two colors that I'm used to. No. Oh, there. Uh, <laughs> is that start, more like it? They started the moshing. <laughs> uh, 1986, Adam. Okay. Uh, October 25th, 1986, for the first time in history of the Billboard Hot 100. I, I don't think Mod uh, MOD was on this. Yeah, no the doubt. top three spots were held by female solo acts. Okay. Cindy Lauper's True Colors. Mm, there, you <laughs> there you go. <laughs> not that, quite this version. Not, not this version, no. Mm. Held down the number one position, followed by Tina Turner's Typical Male at mm. number two, and Janet Jackson's When I Think of You at number tres. Hmm. When I think of you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, the Tina Turner one I can't pick out. I don't, I, don't remember that I one. wouldn't know the uh, typical male album. I wouldn't know what that is. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must be throwing fists. <laughs> <laughs> you can use All three of them were moshing. <laughs> That's why they use it. Ready to stand up. This is my song, too, Adam. This Man. is like song number three already. These are all your songs. <laughs> Even flow, baby, Pearl Jam. That sounds like a young Eddie Vedder right there. Yeah, absolutely. 1993, Adam. Mm -hmm. Time Magazine puts Eddie Vedder on the cover with the headline, All Rage, All the Rage. Excuse me, both Vedder and Kurt Cobain refused to speak with the magazine for the story, but they ran it anyway in an attempt to explain why young people were listening to such Angry music. I, I wouldn't consider even flow angry music. No, it has a bit of uh, aggression to it, but yeah, the, I wouldn't say the, it's angry. The music no. has aggression to it. I mean, I, I, always I guess if you watch the video, he's moving in very aggressive ways. He's he's uh, is this one one where he's not it's alive where he's swinging off of the uh, scaffolding or something in the in the top of the the theater, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's not it. That's uh, so this, yeah. Okay. Well, that's I don't alive, know. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying. Anyway, the cover story attempts to deconstruct a new kind of music emanating from Seattle. Time is a general interest magazine with an older demographic. Really? Mm. So it wasn't cream? (laughs) (laughs) No no kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No no shit. (laughs) 
So when uh, they take an uridite, 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 you know that's kind of a teacher. Don't you mind right? mind that in the backyard when you were er, like digging? Erudito, no, okay. uh, yeah. So is that like a teacher of some sort? I, I don't know. What uh, well, we have to look at that. <laughs> Their music is usually guitar driven. Thank you. Oh, good. With experimental touches. Okay. Yeah, sure. While pop songs are often about love. Sure. Alternative lyrics are usually about tougher feelings, despair, lust, and confusion. What the mm, fuck? Spare you lust. know, I always use, like I said, I always, I always relate even flow with Monica because of the car seat when she was born. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what the fuck Time Magazine well, is talking about. Well, Tommy, I think it's time for another installment from Coach All right. of Gruden's Grinders. <laughs> oh, my God. Will you talk about white people on this one? I hope so. And welcome to another episode of Gruden's Grinders. <laughs> now, here's Coach. Now we come to the real asset to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Godzilla? A newcomer to their roster, Godzilla, has provided a huge contribution, and I mean huge. I've never seen a guy with so much raw size and power. And this guy's focused, man. Mostly focused on big round booty cheeks. But also on sound quality. Godzilla does all the things that don't show up in the stat sheet but are necessary to have a winning team. So, negative, none. This guy is all pro talent. Positives, he's a skirt chasing horn dog with an ear for quality audio. Stay tuned for more Rudin's Grinders. That was absolutely positive for Godzilla. Oh my God, he's a big. Fan. Oh wow, he's, he's purring over there. <laughs> what what is that? What is that Godzilla? He was positive, dude. Don't be glad that they kicked him out. <laughs> I think he's a big he's, fan. He's celebrating. He should be a big fan of Coach. <laughs> Steele also said, fuck you, cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> he can't make up his mind. Man, that was a good report. I think so. I think that's uh, did a good job picking up Godzilla. I think, uh, yeah, but I didn't pick up Godzilla. That's almost impossible. <laughs> nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to name podcast historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo, as I walk. Huge hit, this Gangsta's guy. Paradise. Yes. Man. Woo. Coolio, wow. You a big Coolio fan, are you? Is this your song? Uh, he, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this did not make um, the Tommy Martinez song list. No, oh. it did not. No. But it was, I still listen to it. I think it's a pretty good, you know. Yeah, it is. I think it's a pretty good The song. Dangerous Minds soundtrack yeah. with Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. I would I would be more scared about from uh, Coolio's 
hairstyle than I would That's from true. Michelle Pfeiffer. You know? Do you think he can keep so, that, that hairstyle still? Do you think he still has I all of his he follicles? I, he could be. I mean, I don't know. Coolio got to be in his late 50s if, if I don't mean, that's just my guess. I really don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> October the 28th, 1995, uh, Adam. Yes. Coolio featuring LV scored his first UK number one signal, single with uh, Gangster's Paradise. Uh, the song sampled the chorus of the 1976 Stevie Wonder song, Pastime Paradise. And mm. featured, it was featured in the 1995 movie Dangerous Minds. Man, Adam, oh, you, okay. were, you were kicking the hip hop Izzle stuff. <laughs> Is that what it was? Man, <laughs> you're pretty good. Thanks. Jeez. Appreciate it. You know, I mean, why would this be significant? I don't get it. I don't, I don't, how could this be the hit? The the what was happening in Halloween? Wasn't it a big the, hit or something? It was, what, yeah. It was a huge I hit. guess that is a huge hit. But there had to be something else happening in Halloween in the hip hop world in you know thirty years. Why I did, guess not. What Coolio? Well, you know, sometimes hip hop is scary. So. <laughs> they think he's wearing a mask. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know how this all works. Oh so yeah, Coolio. <laughs> And that was the hip hop. <laughs> last week was that's really, the way that goes. You know, <laughs> last week was about you know uh, Cypress Hill and their oh, weed smoking. Yeah, that's smoke. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, right. We, we had we, we need that. No, no, we're not dissing you, Coolio. So don't do like uh, you're not going to kick a what's his name's ass. I, I limited uh, my knowledge yes. right there. I, had, I was. I, had I just knew that. Yeah, I know something about Coolio. I think uh, Crystal met Coolio. There was a story about that, but she's met everybody. I, I don't remember the the, the <laughs> in and outs of that one. <laughs> Okay, yeah. you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. Adam. Yeah. throw this one real quick. This is Halloween. Well, obviously, this is Halloween from the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. Good deal. We're back to Halloween. Yes. Uh, 1993, Adam. October the 29th, 1993. Tim Burton's animated musical, The Nightmare Before Christmas, hits U.S. theaters. The film features music composed by none other than Danny Elfman, uh, who also sings the vocal parts of the protagonist, Jack Skellington. Did you see this movie? I imagine he's the uh, husband of Jenna Elfman. Is this true? (laughs) I wouldn't know. I know he was a singer of Oingo Boingo. Yeah, I think this is the guy. Yeah, that, this that's is the it. guy. Yeah, this is it's Danny a dead man. Elfman. We should be playing that one. It's a dead man's party. That'd be perfect for a Halloween song, right? <laughs> hey, hey, that's what I would say. Adam, let's move on. <laughs> got it. You got to know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you got classics yeah, now. No when to fold up. DJs, No when to walk away. No when to run. You got to count your ducks. Ghetto, ghetto, all right. <laughs> That's scary. That means you sound. You got Wow. Adam, that's Wyclef John and Kenny Rogers' Man and the Gambler remake. Yeah. Wow. 1999, October the 27th, 1999. Adam performing at the Adams Mark Hotel in Dallas. Kenny Rogers threw a frisbee. And hit a chandelier at him close to Halloween. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? I wonder that, if. I is wonder that a superstitious if, thing? I or? wonder if any uh, ghosts came out of it. Did they call the Ghostbusters? No, the Ghostbusters? Because they like, to, they like to go right around the Let's, let's move on. I the think chandelier. you could tell that I did write the, uh, the outline today, but I, did, <laughs> I didn't prepare for it. <laughs> as, as evident by the, the uh, Coolio story. That was scary itself. 
Yeah, Adam. Uh, let me see. So I hit the chandelier. The broken glass hit audience member Kevin O'Toole. It says Kevin O'Toole, O'Toole. by the way. Yeah. Who claimed that it leaves his face scarred and ruins his sex life, Adam. What? <laughs> what is the, what it is scarred the, his face? Well, it scarred his face, what right? What does the song say? You got to roll what? <laughs> you got to take a chance there, Kevin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Both he and his wife, Sue Rogers. Of course, there's, oh. there's the tool part. Yes, exactly. Claiming that the singer deprived her of the services, love, and guidance of her husband. Because he was so friggin' beautiful before he was hit with a piece of glass? <laughs> Did the piece of glass hit his wang? <laughs> it ruined his sex no, life, No, it says obviously. his face is what it says there. I mean, you would think what... It depends on what type of sex they're into. Uh, his tool Maybe. was probably... Was his tool not functioning? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we need to get... We have one more installment oh, into okay, the Grudens okay, Grinders. All right, all right, all so right. So we'll play that now. That's kind of spooky music. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rudin's Grinders. Is it your turn, Adam? Now, here's Coach. I don't, I don't know. Next, on the Tommy and Adam Hard Name podcast roster is Adam Tate. At first blush, everything seems positive. I mean, he's an English-speaking white guy. How could anything be wrong with that? The more tape I listen to, though, I find that he's like a young Randy Moss, trying to get by on loads of talent, but with no work ethic. The problem is, there's no talent there either. Also, I've listened to enough to think Adam's about half a f- <laughs> I mean, if he saw Randy Moss, he'd probably beg, Hey, let me suck that big black f- all over my face and eyes. So, negatives. Lazy, probably gay. Positives, good traditional white guy. Stay tuned for more. Rudin's Grinder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did he say? What, what is his prediction? What, is, what, what did he have to say about Adam, me? As much as I cancel, I, I hate cancel culture. We're canceling Gruden. <laughs> what? I can't believe he said such a... What have I done to give off that impression? I, Adam, I hope that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's not true. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. We can edit now. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thank god jeremy isn't here <laughs> why you come up with this shit <laughs> okay yeah i know who this is man this is thomas goldie man that is right blinded me with science adam deafened you too <laughs> I didn't want to expecting him to go that fast. That was a horrible lead-in. <laughs> it's a okay, Adam. In 2010, man, results of uh, October the 26th, 2010, Adam. Yes. Uh, results of Ozzy Osbourne's genome sequences were revealed. So is this like 23andMe or something? Like he's he's learning his heritage? I would or what is so, he? Yeah. What is he doing? Is, is that what those things do? The genome they check. check maybe your, they maybe they check DNA. like your your metabolic stuff, operations of your body. Like you might be susceptible to. That's what genome is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> so right now we're just fucking around with yeah, that yeah, word. Yeah. Sequencing. <laughs> There's some kind of sequencing sequencing involved with genomes. So I guess uh, I'm not that interested, so I'm not going to try to Google that. Okay. But the study showed that Ozzy had a very high predisposition for alcohol and cocaine addiction. They need, they, Wait a minute. <laughs> they, they need, in 2010. Does that mean he was born with this? <laughs> 
or he altered his own DNA structure. Did he need that? Did he need that? <laughs> and he was partly descended from Neanderthals, Adam. <laughs> Let's move on. Wow. Halloweeny. Oh. I love this song. Let's just put it in the list. It's one of your songs, Tommy. Yes. yes. It has that uh, let the music uh, do the yeah, talking it, from, uh, it, it from does, uh, Done With Mirrors. It does have that sound. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Same kind of feel. Yeah, too, but this is 2011 and not 1982 whenever Done With Mirrors or 1985 or 85, something, like something yeah. like that. So anyway, Steven Tyler Aerosmith fell, Adam, on October the 5th of 2011 in a shower during a stay in Paraguay. Knocking out two teeth, Adam. Well, he's got like 700 teeth. His <laughs> mouth is huge. <laughs> a local dentist repaired the famous mouth, which you're referring to. <laughs> sure. And Tyler, guess what? Performed the next day, Adam. Oh, he's a trooper, <laughs> that guy. What a hero. Adam. Yeah. This is Metallica. Yeah. Deep cut. Hell and back. Mmm. Halloween all over this sucker. Yeah. This is where we go into the... Yeah. 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 Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) The organizers of a planned Metallica concert, Adam, in India back in 2011, October the 28th, 2011. Mm-hmm. were arrested after the show was called off, leading fans of the band to destroy the stage and vandalize, dude. Well, they've been involved in other things like that. With their Guns N' Roses tour yeah, had but, had issues where there was vandalized. And it wasn't, it, this wasn't Metallica's fault either. This is some really bad Halloween bad luck stuff. Oh. Uh, Metallica had been booked to play in Delhi on Friday, but they postponed the show after a security bearer in the front of the stage collapsed. This is before the show. Thank heavens it didn't happen before, you know, during they, they the They were show. on stage. So so the fans were able to get into the venue and did enough damage before the show even started. Yeah, that's crazy. They said, oh, it's I over. guess they must have started doing some kind of camping out probably. It doesn't go into that. It says the four promoters of the gig were arrested on fraud charges after they refused to refund tickets. Metallica postponed Ooh. the show. Yeah. These guys were like, listen, you guys are just fucking this totally up. We're not going to expose ourselves or our fans to some unsafe conditions, especially when they start moshing. Sure. Moshing in India. I wouldn't know what that looks like, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. It says uh, around 25,000 people had purchased tickets to see what would have been Metallica's first ever concert in India. Some Halloween bad luck. Did they ever have a make good concert where they went back and uh, performed? No, I didn't go that far. Okay. You know, last week we didn't we didn't have any Metallica news. Uh, so this week that was just a, an oversight. I'm we, sure we made up for this week. Exactly. Metallica in India. Oh, I know who this is, Adam. Who is it, Tommy? It's Genesis, baby. Turn it on again. Yeah. Big Genesis fan, are you? Genesis. I'm not a huge fan, but I probably will see them live. You will see them. Oh live? yeah, yeah. Are they touring? I would have. They're, they're. I thought Phil Collins was all messed up. I think yeah, he is. But uh, he is. But I think he's making some shows here and there. 
He's not drumming for sure. Now, hold on. Uh, about him, is it true the rumor that he had, did not shower for a year? I don't know that. Isn't, wasn't that in the news recently? Uh, I wouldn't know that, dude. I have never been that close to Phil Collins to tell you that during that period of his year. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was trying to do, but in 2014, Adam, October the 29th, uh-huh. 2014, this is a really strange piece of history right here. Okay. Phil Collins, man, handed over his large collection of Alamo memorabilia to a Texas museum, calling the donation the end of a six-decade journey. Why did he have an Alamo memorabilia fetish let's see if this says it let me see isn't he a brit is, is uh, he, he is British? yes he is that's yeah that's why i said this history huh, piece this is weird it's pretty weird yeah says i'm 64 at the time he said of his fascination with the 1836 battle okay oh here we go when i was five or six years old this thing began thing Five or six years old, he must have been in England, read about it, and said, wow. Collins' collection included a fringed leather pouch used by none other than Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett? Yeah. Holy crap. And Jim Bowie's legendary knife. Phil Collins owned the knife. The Bowie knife? The Bowie knife is what it says here, yeah. Wow. Did I just say, uh, did I just say uh, David Bowie? No. David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did, kind of. <laughs> Separated by some other I, words. I fucked that one up, didn't I? <laughs> That's kind of weird. An Englishman. I, I can't don't get believe it. that. That's weird. Okay, now, now, can we resist that? Oh, yeah. Right. Now. <laughs> it's live. It is live. Sex Pistols. Anarchy in the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like the uh, Motley Crue version of it. I like the Megadeth version of it. Mm, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a, there was a, this week there was a, there was some scary stuff circling around uh, from Megadeth's past. You know, Megadeth made an appearance on the Arsenio Hall show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you saw that? What but scary I think stuff? It would I think it would be more scary for this type of audience too. <laughs> My posse right here, give them songs. Or they, they was, play Holy why, Wars or yeah, something like why, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Hangar 18. Oh, uh, no. I want to say uh, Countdown. Uh, what was it? Uh, anyway, it doesn't It was matter. Rust in Peace album. Oh, yeah. It was either Hangar 18 or uh, <laughs> <laughs> Holy Wars. Yeah, I'm sure that terrified the shit out of... Uh, My posse. Arsenio. Arsenio, yeah. I know. Yeah, so can you imagine him trying to be metal, metal god and all that stuff? <laughs> I think Arsenio also... Anyway, we're going to get it. We're getting off again. But uh, yeah, I think Arsenio had uh, hosted, I think, an MTV Awards. Maybe that's where they made the connection. I don't know. I wasn't I interested that, that much in it to uh, research any further. Anyway, October the 26th, 2016, Adam, mm-hmm. on the 40th anniversary of the Sex Pistols debut single, Anarchy in the UK, mm-hmm. punk memorabilia said to be worth $6 million was set on fire in the middle of the River Thames in London, England. What? That is insane. What? That's even more crazy shit coming out of London. Uh, Jim Corey, the son of Sex Pistol manager Malcolm McLaren and fashion designer Dame Vivienne Westwood, burnt the items on the 40th anniversary of the debut single. The 48-year-old told the crowd that, check this out, mm. punk was never meant 
to be nostalgic. Ah, I, they were doing it in the memory of of the Sex Pistols and in their honor. I mean, this is the way that they would have wanted it, right? Is that what they're saying? They don't want anything of of high value going when? to some rich dude and somebody's uh, got an auction item of Sex Pistol memorabilia this is that is but that is wow that is integrity maybe they're more punk than most that that is really punk <laughs> that's really punk rock <laughs> no doubt there are song lyrics i never brag how real i keep it because it's the best secret there are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. <laughs> Adam, yes, I promise you, I will shorten that some way somehow. <laughs> no, no, I love, I love every part of it. I love Regis. I love Sam Elliott. It's perfect. <laughs> There's a there was an email or two about it. I think on our. Uh, no, no, yeah. They don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to read it. I, I think we should. I didn't want to be distracted by. I it. think we should extend it, make it yeah. longer. I think it's a little scary. <laughs> scary Adam is what we've been talking about, buddy. Halloween. That's right. We've been trying right. at least to talk about scary because this is our Halloween spectacular, spooktacular, That's whatever right. that is. I haven't paid your bid yet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and we're only about an hour and a half into the podcast, uh-huh. Adam. Yes, there are many things to be afraid of, especially during Halloween, buddy. Well, hopefully, take a ghouls, crack. ghouls and goblins. Take a crack at what you could be scared of, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Ghosts, okay. goblins, ghouls, right. uh, the masked killers, mm-hmm. people who have escaped mental institutions yes, that are sir. going on a killing rampage. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Teens in the woods having sex, mm-hmm. getting massacred. <laughs> yes. Um, um, people coming up out of their grave sites and and marching. As zombies and uh, obliterating neighborhoods of people. That's just a few, Adam. There's also the st- guy that comes in your dreams and and, uh, and, <laughs> and rips and, you apart and has those claws that comes at you. Rips you apart, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Adam. You also could be scared of a court-ordered paternity test. Those those oh, are very, those are very scary, Adam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no kidding. But Adam, we as men, oh. on top of all those things that you just mentioned, there, mm. we're afraid of something that is extremely scary to us, Adam. But we, okay. as the machos that we are, yeah. we won't admit it at least. Does Coach Gruden think I'm macho? No. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> women, Adam. Yes, are our greatest fear. Uh, <laughs> you sound disappointed. No, I sound. You know how long it took me to write this? No, no, no. I mean, I, I, thinking back, I'm like, yeah. I mean, you're kind of right. I mean, they're everywhere. They're right there. You know, you turn around and there's one sitting right next to you all the time. Oh wow! You're, yeah, you weren't helping me on that. One. <laughs> you're right. No, you're I'm right. Try, I'm trying to beef up our new segment of lyrics. You're, abso- that you're absolutely your right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. They're scary, Adam. This is yeah, all. Yeah, I, I can't figure They're, them out. They even have a very scary kind of a saying that's attached to them that says, "Hell hath no fury." Oh, yes. like a woman scorned. Adam. Exactly. <laughs> Hell, and remember that's how that starts. Yes, it Hell, is. Adam. Yeah, I've scorned uh, plenty. <laughs> and you're still alive somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Bruised and battered, still around. Adam, for uh, lyrics that will blow you away, Adam. Yes. We are going to visit okay. this little ditty right here. 
Can you make it out, buddy? We deal with them every day. We do? What do we deal with? What is it? What it's is it? It's Lady Evil Baby from Black Sabbath. <laughs> Cosilo, good. <laughs> good job. Wow. Adam Lady, Lady Evil. Evil, man, as part of Black Sabbath's significant album, man. Mm-hmm. Heaven and Hell. Oh. Remember Ooh, that. I, yes. Okay. Okay, now you're coming back. Sure. You know, it's just not only Children of the Sea, Heaven and Hell. Mm-hmm. And what's the other one? Uh, Neon Knights, is it? Hmm. Are the biggies off of that? I don't know. I got it. I got but it there's somewhere. also Lady Evil. If you've seen Dio live, you've seen him play Lady Evil. Actually, I think the live version is a little bit better than the, the record version. Hmm. Black Sabbath with who, Adam? Ronnie James. Ronnie James Dio fronting, mm-hmm. Adam, the trio of the evil Metal Horseman. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is theatrical. Oh, my God. Released Adam on April the 21st, 1980. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's uh, that's when Heaven and Hell was released. Okay. Now, we all know that Ronnie James, We and, and here at the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcast app, and the rest of your favorite DSPs like RSS Podcast, CastBox, and mm-hmm. Owl Trail. Right, Adam? Owl Trail. It's one of our favorites. <laughs> we love it. It's our newest we, favorite. We love Owl Trail just as much as we love Do we uh, get our James third deal? Did we get our third rating? I, don't know, I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, fr- I'm afraid to look at it. It's Halloween, Adam. <laughs> now, let's just jump into these lyrics right quick because we're, we, we've been fucking around too much with these lyrics in the okay. previous ones. We visited uh, Love. That was Young Love. And that was the first That's one true. we did. The second one we did it was, you know, the love was kind of gone, mm-hmm. right? And what was the second one that we did, Adam? Do you remember the second lyric that we did? The second one we did was uh, The Police. So Lonely. Yes. One of your favorite songs, the one you dedicate Absolutely. to your to your lovely wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We learn more things on this podcast about you than we ever want to learn. <laughs> anyway, starts out this way, Adam. Check it out. Okay. Now, if this doesn't blow you away, I don't know what will blow you away, especially on a scary evening that we will be enjoying Hallow- tomorrow night. All Hallows Eve. That's right. Yes. There's a place just down south of Witch's Valley mm. where they say the wind won't blow. And they only speak in whispers of her name. There's a lady, they say, who feeds on darkness. Mm. It eats right from her hand. Mm. With a crying shout, she'll search you out and freeze you, Adam, where you stand. She's like the queen of darkness. She is like darkness is eating out of her hand. She is the one who is feeding the darkness, feeding the evil. You know, first of all, and Ronnie, this is just a normal lady. This, she's a witch. Evidently, she's a witch. Well, we don't know it. She, I know that the title of the song it's Lady Evil. Well, it sets I you correlate up immediately. Lady evil. I lady? don't think there's any kind of metaphors here. I think it just goes directly to, to the gut. Adam is kicking you in the balls. These are all point. literal. This is <laughs> These are this literal. Is, things. Yeah, there's no mystery here. You say, you know. And she lives south of Witch's Valley. That would be the, your first. It just warns you immediately. Oh. The first thing that tells you, Adam, it says she lives down south of Witch's Valley. Doesn't really mean she's in Witch's Valley. Mm-hmm. She could be, you know, south in a cottage or something like that where she's getting ready to eat kids or something. Yeah, she's I on, don't she's know. on the outskirts yeah. of Witch's Valley. So she's going to actually trap them before they even go into it. Right. Let's listen I, I, to see, it. I see it as, you know, you've got, you got an okay town. And then you have Witch's Valley, and then to the south of that is even worse, even more demented and evil. 
Yeah, and below and below is south hell, and below is south is hell, yes, and yes. you go down. So it's just tell you upfront. The verse is telling you right now. She's on another level of evil. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Oh. And here comes the chorus, Adam. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Oh. And then the guitar goes right. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Adam. She's magical and mystical. That's what the that's what the chorus says. This is Lady Evil, yeah. evil. So he is reinforcing the evil. He's saying it twice. Did you hear me? I said evil. goddammit. it. <laughs> <laughs> She's a magical, mystical woman. Okay, Lady Evil, evil in my mind. So she's also penetrating Adam. Your mind. Could it not be that he's construed her as evil? He's created her evil presence. In his mind. I think he hasn't penetrated her yet. <laughs> she's, peni- <laughs> she's penetrating his mind. <laughs> okay. All right. That's no, what I think. I don't know if she's... No penetration. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> he hasn't got there yet. <laughs> he's traveled down to... He's traveled down Man, to... Man, this lady evil. <laughs> I haven't been able to penetrate nothing. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Match.com, damn it. <laughs> you were considering... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this I, if, if they were on e-dating It wouldn't have been e-harmony No, definitely no. not <laughs> Just, Okay, okay We'll stop fucking around We'll see, no, no worries so Anyway <laughs> But that's what basically the chorus is telling you know. Okay. He's <laughs> got you, I got you I got you In, in his mind, Adam uh-huh. Okay, now the second one goes In a place just south of Witch's Valley Which he reiterates for some reason The location, Adam Yeah Be careful Think Don't of like your go map. Here. Think about your map of uh, Lord of the Rings, Mordor, or whatever. Exactly. Mordor. 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 Yes. Mordor. Yes, Mordor. <laughs> so think of it, you have like an area of evil, which would be to the south of this thing. He's like probably like hidden with all these weird stick trees and hiding in a yeah. nat- nasty forest. I'm getting scared already, Adam. Yes, yes, yes. Where they say the rain won't fall. So it doesn't rain where they're either. Nothing can grow. Nothing grows there. Oh. Thunder cracks the sky. Hmm. It makes you bleed. Yeah. There's a lady they say. There's no who, lotion there? No. <laughs> Your skin is cracked <laughs> and cragged? Oh, and and all it does is it thunders. It doesn't even rain. It says. But it tempts you with the thunder. You think there's yes, going to be rain yeah, after that. You can't even yeah. wet your whistle. <laughs> He, yeah, he hasn't wet his whistle either. <laughs> she can't face the light with an awful shout. She'll uh, find you out and have you for the night. Oh. Finally. Oh. He doesn't get any rain. He's cracked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's cracked. He didn't use any lotion, any no. KY jelly or anything no. like that. 
Okay. Uh, uh, she can't face the light, so it's all it's all under uh, the cover of it's darkness. All dark, he's a, mm-hmm. like the night moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna find out it's a mystery of some sort. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, with an awful shout, she'll find you out. Yeah. I don't know what that means. That when you got me there, okay. and have you for the night. I, there. See, I think that's where he's finally penetrating because she's having. Maybe you for the she. Night. Okay. Maybe it's this. Maybe she is pursuing him. He is so fearful of this evil woman, evil lady. That he's hiding, he's cowering behind, you know, some decrepit bush somewhere, and she's <laughs> she's found him she, in her bush, and, in her bush, <laughs> and and perhaps what she's looking for is not normal relations. Perhaps it's something that I've heard referred to as pegging. <laughs> Why would he want any part of that? <laughs> Are there, no, are there no more lyrics? Yeah, there is. I want to find out how the date is. <laughs> <laughs> it goes into the solo. Anyway, some of the some of the facts of this song is Adam is where they had just kicked out Ozzy from the band, right? And they had just recruited uh, Ronnie, James. Ronnie James Dio, and he brings back Sabbath to you know that that hard prominence, uh, yes, uh, that hard guitar, bass driven, dr- thunderous drum. Uh, creators, the godfathers of heavy metal that they were, mm-hmm. with this great album called Heaven and Hell. Right. And uh, <laughs> so, anyway, it was pretty evident by what we're playing here. So, anyway, uh, and then the end of it says, So, if you ever get to Witch's Valley, yeah. uh, don't dream or close your eyes, Adam. Uh, and never trust your shadow in the dark, which I don't see how you can see how you can even trust your shadow. That's what it says. What's going to make a shadow be cast? And if you're in the never dark? trust your shadow in the. Maybe it's off of the moon. Maybe in the dark is when that thunder crackles or whatever. Oh, <laughs> and sure, the light sure, and you sure, see sure. that shadow because uh-huh. it could be Lady Evil behind you, not necessarily your uh, shadow. Right, because sure. they're all there. There you go. Oh, she's behind him. Here you go. She's behind him. Yes, check Hello. it out. Check it, check it out. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Strappy. <laughs> anyway, because there's a lady I know who takes your Vinoy just took her vision. That's all it was. Oh. It didn't take his virginity from behind. <laughs> it's his vision. It starts with a V, Adam. Because <laughs> it turns all around. The things you see are what to be lost and never found, Adam. So, yeah. Basically, you go down there if you ever, whatever the website may be. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Forty and you. I don't know. I don't know how old. <laughs> Forty I, and you. I don't. I don't, I don't Is that a site you want to be on? I'm just making know. it up. Okay. <laughs> Maybe there are milfies there. Maybe Lady Evil was a milfie. I don't know. Well, how you would know. you know? She's in the dark. You can't. You couldn't even tell. You just wait till the thunder crackles you, or you something. Don't, you like don't even want to look at her though. <laughs> You're trying to hide. You're cowering in fear. <laughs> and then he, you know, he finishes out his chorus with, uh, "Are you going to do it right?" <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. If she is that evil, I, oh my I would not take a chance on a upsetting lady, lady evil. That would <laughs> labia <laughs> evil. <laughs> I'm trying to get off of this fucking one. <laughs> Tommy and Adams, hard to name. Thank you, Bosino. That will blow your mind. <laughs> we may have to go back to the significant album. <laughs> I think it's working out quite well. Oh. Oh. Adam and uh, 
<laughs> as we move on to uh <laughs> what are we moving on to? Oh, like, uh, uh, rock and roll birthday. Is it a birthday? It's birthdays, yes. <laughs> Finally. Adam, <laughs> break that down, please. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that, Adam, was the Dewey Brothers taking it to the streets, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, born October 24th, 1944, Adam. Ted Templeman. The producer? He's 79 years old today, actually. Yeah, on October 24th, he was 79 years old. Uh, Harper's Bazaar, that was his group. They had a single called the 59th Street Bridge Song and some other crap on here. But for what he's really known, <laughs> what he's really known for is a record producer for having worked with bands like Van Halen, Van Halen of course. the Doobie Brothers, Montrose, Carly Simon, Van Morrison, Michael McDonald, Aerosmith, and Adam Eric Clapton. Did he have the influence to try to get... Sammy Hagar into Van Halen is he the one uh, that kind of put that? Yeah, he had Montrose before. There's a, yeah, there's a connection there. There's yeah, there's a Montrose Van Halen connection through Tem- Templeman. Yeah, I was kind of weird. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. All right, what do we got next here? <laughs> oh, check it out. That dress so scandalous, and you know another nigga couldn't handle it. So you're shaking that thing. Is it the third birthday already? You like to dance on It's a song song by Cisco. It could be. Yeah. We should use that someday for the third birthday. Oh, I, <laughs> you remember things. You make little mental notes. Don't you? Adam, born October the 28th, 1953, was not Cisco. Oh, okay. I was going to say. It was Desmond Child. He is 67, man. Okay. Desmond Child, American musician, songwriter, and producer who has co-written over 70 Adam top 40 singles with songs that have sold over Adam 3 million albums worldwide. His collaborations include 3 million? Uh, three, uh, 300 million. Oh, I was going to say, wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. They include Bon Jovi, Bonnie Tyler, Aerosmith, Ricky Martin, Adam, sure. Weezer, Shakira, Jennifer. Rush, Kiss, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts, Cher, Katy Perry, and Alice Cooper. I think it's wow. Jennifer Rush. It wasn't Rush. It's a Jennifer Rush. A wide Rush. range of yeah. artists there. Desmond Child, yeah. Pretty Other cool. mentions, Adam, is uh, Bill Wyman from the Rolling Stones. He turned 85 this year. This week, October uh, the 24th of 1936, was his birthday. Rolling Stone bassist, Adam. Bill Wyman. Absolutely. Tina Turner, former U.S. citizen, now a citizen of Finland or Denmark or somewhere out there. Is that true? Yes. Born Annie Mae Bullock, just what the name of uh, Tina Turner was, American singer-songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. She turns 82 today, Adam. Wow. Uh, John McVie from uh, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Born October 26, 1945. Adam, one of our favorite metal guitar heroes. Mm-hmm. Who could it be? K.K. Downing turns 70 today, man. Judas Priest. Wow. The second half of the dueling metal guitar axes. Yes. October the 27th, uh, Mr. Simon LeBon from Duran Duran. He's 67 today, Adam. That's just Scott Whalen, the... Uh, Adam. Oh, from, oh, yeah. From STP. My, the, my friend. The peer. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. He died uh, December the 3rd, uh, 2015, Adam. Mm. Charlie Daniels has something to do with Halloween. He was born tw- October 28th of 1936. He had a song about the devil. Uh, something about the devil. That's right. <laughs> he went down to Georgia. <laughs> so, yes. And Adam, one of our favorites here in our show was Canadian rapper Snow, Adam. <laughs> 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 he always brings a lot of joy and laughter when we mention his name. 12 right? inches of I don't, snow. I don't know. <laughs> Adam! Yes. Special, special, special mention, Adam. Oh, super special. Sierra. Oh! Adam. Yeah. My goodies. Oh, that's my her goodies. right there. My goodies, not my goodies. I got 
Sierra back on. Who's that guy rapping there anyway? <laughs> Get him off of that. Let's see. It's a, so Sierra, she's, Sierra's she's, got some goodies. She's 41. Oh, 41. She got mature goodies right now. She could be on that, uh, that, that dating site you're talking about. Right. 40. 40 and 40. me. <laughs> Adam, and how fortunate are we as we segue into our favorites? Are you going to take me home tonight? <laughs> But Tanya and Adam's hard to name podcast birthday number three. I don't know. <laughs> Adam, there's always a heavily there's always a heavily component to it. Oh, the remix. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's it's season three, Adam. What do you want me to tell I you? I know. <laughs> We're always advancing. Always always developing. Did you like that? Did wow, you like that? That was pretty like good. It? it was approved by the Vatican, just to let you know that. Was <laughs> that was it the Vatican choir that were singing <laughs> Fat Bottom Girls? It could be, I don't know. <laughs> They make the rock and roll go around, Adam. I think we discussed this. Like, yes, Adam, let's let's kick in the uh, the uh, third, the uh, Lord of the G String app uh, third birthday, uh, Lord of the G Strings app third birthday modem. Let me see what do we got here. I think that remix didn't come out loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. I've got a a site that's loaded into my Lord of the G Strings app. Ooh, let me look at mine real quick. Last week you had to give me some kind of classes on. We were involved in the reels or something. Oh, do you have the? Do you have the little? I do. I director have clicker. Oh, Lord, oh there Adam. we go. It is incredible. Go ahead and read the handle, please. Let me try to pronounce this. Empoderadas. Oh, let me read it. Out. Official. Okay, it's official. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who has an official. <laughs> we all know who has an official on his yeah, title. Poor, there he is. <laughs> so what's our problem is we're behind the power. He says Empoderadas, uh, Adam. Yes. Empoderadas oficial. That means the empowered chicks. Oh, thank God. That's what I'm talking about. Empoderadas, Adam. That would be E M P O D E R A D A S underscore official. And it's just like that. But I think it would be pronounced Empoderadas oficial. He <laughs> likes. Yeah. And it's in, uh, it's in, uh, God, it's in Portuguese. We need to learn Portuguese. Is this, is this a Brazilian yeah, I would, site? gata. So there's chicks. You know, gatas are cats or little kittens. Uh, I don't know what that means, asmais. I'm going to have to look into that. Asmais gatas. Adam, geez. Oh, wow. This is incredible, Adam. Lady, put those legs <laughs> back together. Whoa. This is one of the, the one. Oh, okay, so now. Oh. Hold up, hold up. Let's give some stats here before we oh, okay, start okay, going okay. into this. What do we got here, Adam? How many posts are the uh, I see 687 posts. Oh, wow. That's going to be fun. Now, the number of followers is a bit interesting. Okay. The number of followers is only 8,600. That's it? I thought it was like 800,000. Wow. They're just starting. This is like a hidden gem. I'm looking at the gems right now. Double D. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you notice the first uh, series of photographs, Almost all beachwear. So this is like uh, something right on the coast, perhaps, of Rio or something like this. 
It could very well be Adam. I'll tell you the truth. I'm going to explore the reels. (laughs) It is. It is Adam. It's from Agent X3. Is it? Yes. That's his music. Are you looking at the... (laughs) Are the reels coming? I don't see any reels. Well, I, I, I should have practiced on I, my Lord I clicked, of the G-string I clicked app. on the clacker, and it takes you all to like all reels, and you can just kind of roll through the reels. My new phone doesn't have the clacker thing. Oh, see. Remember that? I yeah, need to go the ahead. I, the iPhone is, oh, the, is the way to go with this. But what I'm going to say is the reels are not that impressive. They're not? I mean, there's a little bit of dancing. And, okay. Uh, but On the reels? There's some smiling and some dancing. It's it's kind of looking like it, like they're it's a version of a TikTok type thing. Oh, that's what that is? That's what, it looks, that's what it's looking like. And there's, there's some that are just taken off of television directly and placed on here as a post. Oh, wow. Oh. I, okay, okay. I mean, okay. The quality of the ladies is very strong, yes, but... <laughs> I'm saying that the use of the reels, I've seen so much better use. You remember the ones that we had where there was the application of uh, oil, of moisture, (laughs) and there was, and there was particular body movements that were happening. We're not really accentuating, Adam. Oh, what happened? The Lord of the G-string is kicking us back out, Adam. Why is that? I don't know what's going on. What's going on? What is the Lord of the G-string bringing up now? Oh, oh, Adam! What happened? <laughs> I think Gosino has something to do with this with Adam. <laughs> what? Adam, one of his videos just popped up. It's his Halloween video. <laughs> We've been taking out. Oh, hold on. We've been taking off, Adam Gosino. Oh, well, did you have anything to do with this? Huh? Did you? Uh, right, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you. Anyway, Adam, I guess uh, the Lords of the G-string uh, app wants us to review okay. his, okay. Gosino's most recent work of art. Now, what I'm noticing in in this video here are numerous cameos of Godzilla. He's poking his head here and there. <laughs> that would be traditional Gosino. <laughs> but there's also a lot of body paint. Have you noticed a lot of body paint shots? Adam, I think we should just go ahead and advance the Gosilo video and and we let's start with the first one. He usually he usually has some kind oh, okay. of an intro picture. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The, <laughs> the intro picture <laughs> is is a, is a is an image of a, a lady who has similar properties to Godzilla, <laughs> has some sort of fire-breathing ability, <laughs> and she seems demonic because she has wings attached might, to her back. Adam, this might be Lady Evil. <laughs> <laughs> and there's molten hot lava oh, <laughs> be, being emitted from a certain oh, wow. area. She is from one of the Godzilla's favorite parts. <laughs> And Godzilla can't even look. His eyes are slammed shut. He's protecting his eyes, Adam. Is this available on the Datakoba promotions? This will be available on the Datakoba promotions. This will go only on Datakoba. I don't think it's going to... It's how many minutes is it? Oh, this is a three-minute video. This is not going to happen in the Instagram easel. (laughs) Maybe uh, Datakoba webpage, and that would be Datakoba, which is D-A-T-E. C-O-B-A underscore promotions. And uh, we will have some, at least some of these pictures up 
Uh, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> let's let's move on, just in okay. case there's a, some inappropriate uh, something going. No, even though Godzilla's not not that bad. Next image, there's a, some production. This is okay. Godzilla's Halloween, and then there's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ghost that is uh it's got a weird shape to the body of this ghost <laughs> right. yeah i mean I, no, just, just said let agent x3 try to do some of this yeah i mean there's not this type of creativity definitely oh wow X3. wow that's crazy <laughs> this advanced that keep advancing okay, it. Okay, we've moved to the next one, and uh, it looks like a version of Catwoman. Oh, let me see this one. I think out she, of a milk milk saucer. Doing, no, I think it's what uh, cats do to bathe themselves. <laughs> it's what she's handling right now. <laughs> As if she's not licking fur. No, <laughs> <laughs> she's licking animal animal hide. Oh, though. oh yeah, <laughs> leather right there. Oh, let's move on to the next one. Okay. okay, here we go. We got a uh, we got a reel of some sort on oh, this it's one. A, it's a lady with large t shirt, like a, like a sleep shirt. Extra. Oh, she hops, and, and, her, and all of her clothing disappears. Go see her show you. Oh wow! I mean, that's really. <laughs> you can see him there at the bottom, and he's. His eyes are not closed on this no, one, Adam. No, no, no. He's wide open for this. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, this but she, she jumps again, and she changes a, a second time. Oh, and then this, he disappears for that one. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's totally covered, but it's oh, like wow. a, a skin-tight <laughs> gray the, uh, suit of no, some sort. Okay. It's his Halloween video, so I can see where Gosilo is thematic right now. He has themed his Halloween. Yes, absolutely. I mean, so, yes. every image so far has been I get it. I in get, that Halloween you know, theme. He, yeah. Which video did he do this? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Keep going. Cosido zapped a few videos this week. So let's go to the next one. She uh, seems she seems happy with that costume. Yes. Oh, and then we've gone to a pumpkin image. <laughs> but the pumpkin image is is placed on a body part. It's a pumpkin derriere, Adam. Uh, yes. With body paint and copious amount of glitter. Adam, where's that bit with the, uh, with the Halloween tree? That's what the mask is for. Oh, <laughs> That's a lot, Adam. It's almost time, kids. <laughs> it's almost time for what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Godzilla knows what it's time oh, for. Yeah, you just, yeah, you don't have to be that graphic. We'll yeah, see. Okay. Yeah, that's not cool. What's the next? Okay, well, there's another. <laughs> there's another shot with Godzilla in the corner. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. backside of a blonde beauty. Yes, and uh, looks like she has some <laughs> bikini underwear. With what is that? Is that the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Let the, me see the, what that is. The, the tree, no. the tree face guy. <laughs> That's not Groot. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, it's not Groot. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's distracting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's on to the next one, Adam. Okay, okay. This is way better than going. The, the Lords of the G String app took us there for a reason. I think I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and excuse Godzilla. I'm not gonna say he had anything to do with this. Godzilla saved the whole segment. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we oh, we've gone to the video game world now, Tommy. Okay. Oh, it's Mario it's Brothers. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not Luigi. <laughs> That is, uh, uh, I don't know what that is. That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> the lady dressed up as a What's, Mario character, no, but right. is just ample sized. <laughs> uh, and that looks real because it has a lot of cellulite. Well, 
She's been working on that for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what it is? Playing those video games and sitting down all the time. Yeah. Not getting enough exercise. Probably is. <laughs> the next image we move to. Uh, uh, is uh, it a video? Uh, it's a mover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a bit of a jersey and a uh, bunny tail. Oh, I think this is a, a, some kind of a cosplay of some sort. Mm, uh, probably yeah. that one from uh, Space Jam. The rabbit, I think it is. Oh, the bunny, the yeah. girl bunny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, you're probably right. All right, moving on. We have. Oh, this is terrifying. Oh yeah, now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> There's a group of ladies, but they turned around and had Jason masks and uh, the it, the it guy. Oh wow. What, what's that guy's name? Pennywise. Pennywise, the uh, the clown. Oh yeah. my god, it's terrifying. Oh wow. I, I for some reason I can't see the mask. Though. <laughs> distracted by other things. Yes. What do we got next, Adam? Uh, we're oh, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, it's the keeper of the planes. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if this is uh, allowable now because you have the in- Indian. Headdress. A native, Adam. Oh, <laughs> that's, what okay, okay. that's what they're called. Now, it's permittable as long as you say it's native. Well, John Gruden said that's what I'm. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. It's the keeper of the planes. If the keeper of the planes looked like this, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no kidding. Yeah, it's a, it's a lady with a bunch of feathers around oh, her. Oh, wow. That's for, pretty awesome. For sure. Good. Next one. Oh, we've got another we've got another body paint image. <laughs> another pumpkin on uh, of is, some, something that's pumpkin shaped. Adam, this is a gatita. This is a cat pumpkin. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. There's a lot of dark paint. Oh, wait till you see the next one, Adam. Oh, this is, is this little red riding hood? Yes. Okay. And she has oh my she has her hood, but she doesn't have much <laughs> clothing below the belt. I'll tell you. Oh, oh no, no! I've gone so far that all the scream characters are after her now. Oh my god! Oh wow! She is right there. Three scream characters. Three three scream characters. Okay, now we've advanced again to another reel of this is a this is a justice official. Law enforcement officer. Oh my God! Adam, arrest me right now. <laughs> these are, these are Order. just <laughs> speechless with the proportions oh. on this. I mean, there's there's no there's no uh, legal uh, outfit that she could possibly fit into. That's why she has to wear these yes. ribbons, ribbons for coverage. You know, how, here's I think this is how this works. <laughs> I think. They send them to a high crime area, okay. and all the criminals start just giving themselves in immediately. Oh yeah, so take, a, take me in. There's a gigantic line of this. Line. <laughs> take me in, please. I wonder if Gosillo shows up on this one. Oh, the next one. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> it's the bad signal. It almost looks like a diarrhea accident or something. It's coming like the bat is coming right out of the. Uh, of the gluteal cleft. Is that the, is that the gluteal cleft? <laughs> Actually, I like this sign better than the more, one in the sky, Adam. More body pain. <laughs> more noticeable. Oh, my. <laughs> another, another video. Uh, the next we're, we're seeing a... Bouncy time Another gravity. body paint thing with the, uh, the scream character. <laughs> Where the eyes are bouncing here to and fro, because the eyes are on a, on a lady's uh, oh, chesticles. <laughs> oh man! 
wild. Oh my god. Oh. It just never ends. How long is this video, Godzilla? I don't know. Then my boobs are just like these huge things. Double D. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Takes work oh. to get that size. And what's the next one? The next one. Well, what minute mark are we at? Our I'm at 120. Oh my god, <laughs> we're not even halfway done. Oh wow. Oh, but this is is this body paint again? Where <laughs> we've got Chucky. <laughs> Oh my god! We got two Chuckies at him. <laughs> oh. oh wow! Uh, well, Cito, you are. Oh no! It's just it's one D at him. He just gets split. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, what's the next one? Oh, the next one kind of lame. Next one, yeah, not not that great. No, Don- yeah. Day of the Dead type. Uh, of okay, that's the okay. And there's Day of the Derriere. And the next, we have a lovely blonde, oh, blonde okay, lass okay. there with a uh, Spider-Man full, outfit. Full costume. <laughs> full costume. <laughs> Godzilla just jumped into action. Did you see him there? <laughs> oh, my God. He covered, let me he's covered the whole screen let me now. Back it up. <laughs> She's disrobed, but Godzilla got right in the way. <laughs> Look at Godzilla. looks back and one. Godzilla covered everything. It was good. I <laughs> like when Godzilla goes, oh. This is gonna be good. <laughs> Let me see what he does. Oh, okay. Oh my God, no, she's going two X. She's going. To, oh, <laughs> I saw where he covers her. He covered her. He covered everything. <laughs> he's protecting her integrity. Adam. Oh, is that what he's doing? I think he's blocking us. Is what he's doing. Oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Oh, Cino, you are an animal for sure. <laughs> Adam, let's just keep going ahead here. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. We got to stop. There's a Hello Kitty one here. Where, oh, where? I haven't seen a Hello Kitty. <laughs> I got to advance more. Okay. I went back to Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just jumped right in there at the best part. Oh, my God. Okay. What is the next image? What is that? She's got like a, a utility belt. <laughs> but it's not connected to pants. <laughs> it's just it's just a belt that's cradling. Uh... It has a bunch of uh, cartridges of some sort. Okay. Uh, I wonder if they're full of condoms instead of. Uh... Oh, is this the pink one, the Hello Kitty one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the, she's got a gun. Okay. She, I don't know where she's going to keep that gun, but she's. Uh... <laughs> oh, I already saw where she put it. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot of places to hide oh, it. Oh, go see it. Wow. Okay, this is okay. Let's advance that one. Okay, she doesn't know how to wear a belt. The next no. one, she the belt goes around the waist. I think this is it? like an imitation of what is the fifth element or something like that. Uh, probably Mila Jojovich. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> she also has an extreme bikini wax hat. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> okay, that's oh, the oh. next one. All right. Oh, okay. I think that was the next one is Street Fighter. The uh, oh, is that what that is? Video I wasn't game, even I would sure. Imagine yes. Oh, we've got the the next image is Harley Quinn, I believe. Let me see that one. Where's that one? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. I don't, Baseball I don't, bat. I haven't seen uh, what was it? The second movie, uh, I, of, Suicide uh, Squad. Uh, yeah, if, you know. Does she come out like this? I, I don't think. <laughs> oh, I don't think she just cradles the bat underneath her her anus. Then I will <laughs> <laughs> she get. <laughs> Okay. Oh, this is this is another Batgirl or something. Is is the next image? I believe I this is. We're going for a four-hour show today. With yeah, so. we still got fifty seconds of this video. Oh, that's Fred it. Oh, we're Zilo. good. We're good. It's coming to the end. Oh, there's spanking going on. She was she was, <laughs> she was spanking herself, and Godzilla popped into the. <laughs> what happened? Uh-oh. Where are we at, Adam? Um, Batgirl just. My- I've lost my place. Out of the way. Okay, now there's... Oh, there's a samurai lady. She has a samurai sword. 
Oh, I saw that Precariously okay. placed on her hip. Okay. Um, I see that one. Oh, too. we've got Thelma from the, uh, the oh. Mystery Machine. Somebody is one. Somebody's in search of something. Perhaps under her Adam, skirt. Adam, they're in search of Scooby Snacks. It would not be Scooby Doo nor Shaggy. But they were thinking about shagging, probably. I don't oh, know. No. What is the What is the next image? What is that uh, to? She looks like a sailor of some sort. She's being oh, fed a that's uh, that's uh, oh god, uh, not Daphne is uh, <laughs> uh, that is oh god, uh, Sailor Moon. What? Yeah, that's what that that's is. called. Yeah. Does she like cupcakes, Sailor Moon? <laughs> Evidently so. Okay. She's adjusting her bow. Yeah. Oh, she's adjusting. Yes. Oh, she's <laughs> she was behind that bow. She's <laughs> maybe things were a little bit chilly back there. She was warming, warming, warming the flesh. <laughs> oh, 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 her neck hurts too. And look where we're looking for Gosito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. there's, there's hearts coming out of there. Wow. Gosito really like that one for some reason. Man. I wonder if that's like some power Gosito has now to, to zap out hearts like think that. What we're seeing is she's emitting some sort of a tractor beam. You know, you know how we've seen like Star Trek or something? That looks like it was a tractor beam and, and Godzilla was just right up in there. <laughs> So it's, she, it's her power, not Gosito. I think so. Okay. Gosito's powerless. Gosito's powerless to, to resist. Oh <laughs> yeah, his eyes are rolling. <laughs> oh, there's oh. A, a one of Joker's. Uh, I don't know what what are, what are Joker's ladies. Oh, let called? me see. I don't know. Maybe I'm still I'm still stuck with Sailor Moon. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, this yeah. I don't know. It's uh, Jokerettes. I don't. I oh, wouldn't okay. know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. They need to talk to the tailor. <laughs> they don't have enough fabric to click to cover the, their backsides. Godzilla, you had oh, done and it. then the, the mighty Godzilla at the end. <laughs> wow, that was a heck of a video. <laughs> and we owe it all to the, I guess, to the Lord of the G Strings app, Adam. <laughs> yeah, how do they? That how do they know us, to direct us there. I don't I have no clue how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think for a minute we would ever review a Gosito video here on the podcast. Adam. Especially one that's three minutes in length. <laughs> <laughs> image by image, painstakingly oh, that reviewing. Oh, so 4K, Adam. <laughs> how can he do that with his four fingers I don't. I have no idea how he did that, but I. <laughs> it was especially, uh, it was 4K, especially when those hearts started emanating out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is going Maybe on Maybe if here? we get some uh, 3D glasses. It's difficult being more mature than your father. <laughs> You make the rocking world go round. <laughs> Adam, that was a horrible segue. <laughs> Godzilla moved us on. Oh, Godzilla was Adam. responsible for that. I don't know what he's talking uh, about. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I have no idea how much I loved that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time for a very quick... <laughs> what the for hold it? I, I, I'm still gonna go back to. Uh, I'm still gonna have to go and review <laughs> the Empoderadas Oficial just in case. <laughs> just in case Gosilo may use some of these videos. We did really only give it a cursory glance. We looked at like the first nine images and then the a few of the lame reels. It was that Spitfire first image <laughs> on the Gosilo on the Gosilo video that distracted us. Yeah, that, that was incredible. <laughs> That's pro he's probably gonna trademark that and use oh, that repeatedly. Wow, it's crazy. All right, uh, we're we're talking about Halloween, right, Tommy? That's what we're going for, Adam. One of the main components of Halloween are, are witches. We're finally picking up on the Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
The evil, green-skinned witch flying on her magic broomstick okay. is a Halloween icon and a well-worn stereotype. Now, where did they derive these witches that ride brooms? I don't know. Well, let's, first let's look at the word broom. The word broom comes from the actual plant or shrub that was used to make many early sweeping devices. It, I can't get the cocino <laughs> I'm going to persevere. <laughs> go ahead, go, go. It, it gradually replaced the old English word, okay. besom. Okay. <laughs> though both terms appear to have been used until at least the 18th century. From the beginning, brooms and besoms were used primarily with women, and this ubiquitous household object became a powerful symbol of female domesticity. <laughs> domesticity. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I'm good. I'm despite good. this, we got you, we got Despite you. this fact that it's correlated with women, the first witch to confess to riding a broom or besom was a man. Mm, a warlock. Guillaume Edelden. <laughs> Edelden. Right? Okay. Edelden was a priest from St. Germain in Ley near Paris. Okay. He was arrested in 1453 and tried for witchcraft after publicly criticizing the church's warning about witches. All right. His confession came under torture and eventually he repented but was still imprisoned for life. For riding a broom. For riding a broom. Heresy. Evil. <laughs> Witchcraft. Inquisition. Now, anthropologist Robin Skelton. What'd you do? You missed a page. I got it. Suggests the association between witches and brooms may have had roots in a pagan fertility ritual Ooh. in which rural farmers would leap and dance astride poles. Oh, oh make the stallion. <laughs> Pitchforks and brooms in the light of full moon to encourage the growth of their crops. Oh. This broomstick dance, she writes, became confused with common accounts of witches flying through the night on their way to orgies or other illicit meetings. A witch's bang fest. Let's get to this. Broomsticks were also thought to be the perfect vehicles for special ointments and salves that witches brewed up to give themselves the ability to fly, among other depraved activities. In 1324, when the wealthy Irish widow, Lady Alice Keitler, was tried for sorcery and heresy. Investigators reported that in searching Keitler's house, they found a pipe of ointment wherewith she greased a staff upon which she ambled and galloped through thick and thin. Broomsticks and staffs. <laughs> Pharmacologist David Kroll writes in Forbes that alleged witches in the Middle Ages were thought to concoct their brews from such plants as deadly nightshade, henbane, mandrake, Jimson weed, all of which would have produced hallucinogenic chemicals such as tropane alkaloids. According to some historical accounts, rather than ingest these mind-altering substances by eating or drinking, which would have caused intestinal distress, witches chose to absorb them through the skin, often in the most intimate of areas of their bodies. Mm. There was some rubbing going A on. A 15th century text by theologian... Jordanus de Bagarmo, who wrote that the vulgar believe and the witches confess that on certain days or nights they anoint a staff and ride on it to appointed place or anoint themselves under the arms and in other hairy places. <laughs> now, popular anxiety about witchcraft has subsided by the 18th century. Although there are still plenty of self-identified witches in the United States today, thanks to the growth of 
religious traditions like Wicca, few of them claim to be taking to the skies aboard their trusty brooms. But the image of witches flying on broomsticks endures, especially on Halloween. Adam, I'm scared. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we really blew through that one, didn't we? <laughs> There's some sexuality in there. They're, they're putting, they're putting I, brooms I, in weird places. Next and time I see some, my other car is a broom. broom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know what you're doing. I'm like, uh-oh. I got you. You're naughty. Say no more. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen them. <laughs> oh, I have. Definitely. I just never had the connection to... Now you know. <laughs> lubing it up and... It's a, Hello, you know, can you imagine just walking up to the lady said, hello, hello, hello. I says, she lowers down her window and goes, what, what do you want? Uh, uh, excuse me, Miss Witch, I noticed your sticker back there. <laughs> are you on are your way to the orgy? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Dialing 911. That's what can go <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast <laughs> sound of the week. I heard it on, I heard it on the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. <laughs> Well, Tommy, as I as I do, it seems like I don't know once every couple months. Uh, here's a new music alert. All right, and, and from my guy, Joe Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa. Uh, October 29th, out now. Uh, a new album entitled "Time Clocks" is out and out for our enjoyment. All right, this is you one of the, this is one of the tracks, "The Heart That Never Waits." I will keep that in mind. It's very good. Now we have another new music alert. Really excited about this. Is this the Guns N' Roses album? It is not. This is a new song from Slash. Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Yes, yeah, this is something about the river. This is The River is Rising. Yeah. Off of their new album, Four, which will be uh, released, I believe, in February of next year. But they have listed uh, this as their new track. And uh, we're going to embark on a tour. Oh, yeah. Adam, now that you we say have, that. We have to do this. Adam, were you successful, Adam? I was not successful. Oh, no. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I, I went... Because you told me there was the pre-sale, and I, I had no access to the pre-sale. And then today, code, today man. is actually the 20... You have a code? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't, I didn't have a code either. No. But on the 29th, tickets went on sale for the the show. The one we're talking about is the one in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, so we will make it happen. We will, we will definitely go. Yes, yes. That's. Good I think news. it's just going to be two. That's, okay, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Like I said, the but big boss was not interested one bit. So yeah, I, I understand. And I, I asked my wife if she wanted to go, and I just reminded her of the fact it's with Miles Kennedy, and you you say you can't stand his voice. <laughs> so are you are you sure you want to go to a whole concert how, with that? How dare she? <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, but we also have some other additional audio All in, right. in All right. to that guitar music. Did you know? that DJ Khaled was a guitarist. I did not know that. I, I know the name. I know DJ Khaled. I do know the name. He had a video on social media. He was gifted a guitar from the Bob Marley estate. So I'm going to just play you uh, his little video that he put out. Okay. Get a close-up. Get a close-up. Get a close-up of the case, the guitar, 
You know what I'm saying? And a special note from the Marley family. Shout out to the Marley. Melissa, can you read this for me? Can you read this to the world, please? Um, DJ Khaled, we're excited to share this new guitar with you. As someone who has an appreciation for Bob Marley's life and music, we want you to be one of the first to play the Guilty 20 Marley based on Bob's at-home songwriting guitar from 56 Hope Road. This guitar inspired songs that help unite the world, and we hope it gives you inspiration as well. Nice. Now he's playing the guitar. Excellent. <laughs> Actually, Adam, it he, sounds, he wanted to make sure we all saw that on social media that he's playing a guitar. Actually, it sounds like a Bob Molly song to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we have one more thing. Okay. Speaking of guitar, you know, effects pedals are very yeah. They're they're a great component. The wah wahs they, they can totally yeah. change the the tone and the yeah. aspect of the song, mm -hmm. the the tone of the, the guitar. They're very cool, and uh, it gets a certain feeling across. Whatever, and there is a new pedal available that that does this uh we're going to have the player is going to be demonstrating it and there's going to be three different songs so we hear three different applications <laughs> okay. of the pedal okay good enough all right uh the first one you're going to know is lenny kravitz fly away all right and the second song is leonard skinner's sweet home alabama all right and then the last one is uh, satisfaction by the rolling stones mm. and it's going to be really fast it's going to go right through it and you're going to hear the effects pedal you'll know when it's engaged <laughs> So that, <laughs> that's the fart pedal medley, <laughs> and that's our sound of the week. <laughs> I thought you, I, you caught me off guard on that. The Tommy and Adam Hard Today podcast, sound Oh, of the wow. Week. <laughs> Adam, for the past, for the, we're just going to blow right through this, for the past, I don't know, uh, when was, uh, oh shoot, uh, two or three months we haven't done this, Adam, but we are going to take care of it this show. It's the Tommy Adam Hardening Podcast. Motherfuckeria. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. The motherfuckeria of the week. <laughs> and it's not, uh, it's not John Gruden either. <laughs> thank heavens for, thank heavens for that. Okay. Adam. <laughs> Many evil, wicked, and diabolical songs Adams have been written and thrusted down the throats <laughs> of the unsuspecting public. I'm not sure if it was those witches from the uh, what the frijoles were thrusting anything. Right. Uh, from 1930 to 1960s, Adam, the Puritan public has been showered with songs like, now check it out. This is early, you know, pop music when it was jazz and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea, sung by none other than Ella Fitzgerald, Adam. Okay. Between, uh, excuse me, It Must Have Been the Devil by a dude called Otis Spann. Devil Got My Woman by Skip James. Trouble. 
Uh, Satan is busy wow. in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm. Leola Manning wow. was the artist behind that one. Evil Devil Blues by John Temple. You would never think these are old classic yeah, songs. Yeah, you would never think that uh, those songs they're was, conjuring the devils. That yes, they were. And I, I don't know if those Baptist revivals down in the South and all that were trying to do something about this. Well, there was no social media. We know what was going on in church. We used to in Sunday school. We used to sing a song about. The devil sit on attack or something like this. If the devil, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We sing, we sing about the devil though. Uh, yeah, your uh, your church scares me, Adam. But you know, <laughs> in most recent times, Adam uh, though, yeah. heavy metal has uh, bared the brunt of accusations of those uh, hellacious torture tunes. Sure, right. The Puritan faithful have gone after. You could see that from the PMRC and all these other uh, organizations that were trying to stop it. And some of those songs were The Devil's Child, Adam. The Devil's Child, okay. Judas Priest. Okay. Great song. All right, all right, all right, all right, okay. See You in Hell, My Friends, The Grim Reaper. This is directly into the gut, right? Mm-hmm. Highway to Hell. Sure. We all know that one. Yeah. Dance Macabre. Oh, Ghost? <laughs> you scared me, Adam. You scared me again. Uh-huh. The Ghost? Yeah. We almost, well, every song that they have is about the devil. I almost made this one our uh, theme song. Ly- lyrics that uh, <laughs> lyrics that'll blow your mind. Devil's Dance, Adam, by the Mighty Metallica. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam. So, I mean, we're sure we could name a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, that, uh, the list would be endless. That we'd would, go through every artist's catalog, and there'd be five or six yeah, songs for each each, each person. Yeah, that we yeah, like. yeah, yes, Adam. But those are the obvious, uh, for they contain a direct reference to the evil one himself, Adam. Sure, the ones that we really need to be scared of are not the ones Metastophocles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, you're scaring me, <laughs> sir. It's it's about seven o'clock in the morning, and I'm ready to get you out of here. Go get your, you buy your candy. (laughs) There are other songs that are subliminal and can take you down the wrong path. Is this the ones where you play it backwards and it says, like, here's to my sweet Satan or something like that? Now hold up, because this is the best part, Adam. Oh, good. The best part. Adam. Yes, sir. And here they are. Are we ready? Number five, Adam. Number five is ready. Oh. Ricky Martin. Adam. Wow. That is evil. Oh, my God. My skin is crawling over here. You wanted to kick me out. I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to round the door. <laughs> that's not the de- that's not Devil's Child from Judas Priest. <laughs> it's scary, Adam. <laughs> wow. He was living la vida loca, Adam. Living large too. No <laughs> yeah. kidding. This is pre-gay Ricky Martin, by the way. 
he hadn't declared himself yet uh, out of the closet. He's probably still gay. We yeah, just he didn't was. Know yeah, yeah. He he didn't, just, we didn't know it yet. <laughs> of course, he was gay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the song says it. You know, living la vida loca. Of course. Oh, that's that's the crazy life. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have. <laughs> we're gonna have five. We'll be crazy. We're gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have five songs, Adam. That are just okay. That was number five. That was number five. And did that bring any chills to you, Adam? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do, you see, do you see me sit bolt upright? Like, what are we you, talking you're about? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something else from the catalog of Ghost, but no. These are the most evilest songs. Ghost is a baby next to these guys. All right, Adam, we do have various special mentions, okay? Oh, a special mention. So here's, here's a special mention number one, Adam. Listen to it very well, Adam. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it sounds familiar to me. Of course it does. That's why it's evil. Oh, bring it down, Adam. Oh, no. Let's let it go, Adam. Oh, from... <laughs> From the frozen? frozen? Oh my god! Terrifying! <laughs> Jeez, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that was a special mention. It didn't, make the, it didn't make the top five, Adam. <laughs> I don't know how it couldn't. Can I don't imagine know, number four of the most evil songs ever. Adam, you know what's so what's uh, so frightening about these? Which one? Tell me, <laughs> tell me about it, Adam. Is that they're so successful? They've infiltrated everybody's mind, and they're and they're boring something into their people's mind. It's like a, they're imprinting the evil Adam, directly I, inside. I agree with you, Adam. But the uh, the most scariest thing about this song is uh, the uh, heavy ladies as they square. Oh, as they as they, they line dance through that. <laughs> yeah. As they can you imagine? It was like a tsunami. Of, of, of fat chicks just ready to plow, <laughs> plow over you on that dance floor. <laughs> I have shamefully said that I have line dance, Adam. Oh, you have? I have. Well, or just you participated? <laughs> Remember my dancing uh, rules. After 11 o'clock, nobody remembers. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> they're okay. drunk, Adam. Number three, Adam, of the most scariest songs. Bra- <laughs> brace yourself. Oh. <laughs> 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 the last Adam, even the laugh is scary. <laughs> Adam. Okay. I, I begin to see some level of the terror <laughs> in that it's almost like you're required to dance with each of these songs. It's like when you hear these songs, it's like people are are like army ants driven to the dance floor to dance rhythmically in the same motions. Like they're programming. Adam, the really scary part about these old dudes with these young chicks. Oh. <laughs> Los Del Rio. The, the, the actual singers <laughs> yes. of the of the uh, And they were like models of theirs, like, oh my God, it's terrifying. We had to be with these guys. <laughs> they were all over us. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect? They were they were on the uh, dating website uh 70 and me. <laughs> Adam, another special mention, real quick, Adam. Special mention, we yes, have one of those. special mention number two. I... Adam, that would be Despacito. Despacito. Oh. Oh, my God. Is Bieber in here somewhere? Is Bieber hiding and cowering? I don't know. I don't know. I forgot that he was on that one, too. Yes, Adam. Oh, my God. 
you had to think Jeez. for a minute. You had to think for a minute. Yeah, I that's, didn't know. Why, that's why they were special mentions, you know. The other ones you sat that's straight true. up. You I know. know. The other ones so were far, instantly no. So, you know, so Adam, you have the two most scariest coming up. Oh my god. Are you is is the sun out already? Because I don't want you stepping outside and having to run to your car. From Datakoa Studios, number one. I'm shaking. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm literally trembling over here. <laughs> Adam, brace yourself for number two. Number, number two. Yes. was not that terrifying. No, not at all. <laughs> this, is, this is the one that affects the little minds. And then the little minds tell the grandparent minds, we need to we need to play this on a loop 24-7. They infested the minds. Oh, my God. You know what's even scarier, Adam? No. Me doing the grandpa shark part of the day. You <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I, I want to say in the Atlanta airport. Oh really? You yeah. did it in a public place? Was it after eleven yeah, o'clock at it night? Was, it was for my little granddaughter. What do I want to tell was you? Was it after eleven o'clock? No, no, no. It was during the day. So everybody remembered this. Adam, now here's the no- God. Here, How are we gonna top this? Have do you have the pens on by any chance? <laughs> you will shit your pants. Is that was required. <laughs> you, you will shit your pants. There is nothing more scarier than this song. Still talking, but the trembling happens. Just a small town it couldn't be stopped. Oh, uh. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, South Detroit, <laughs> Adam. South Detroit even exist? <laughs> oh, Adam. Yes, <laughs> there he is, right there, South Detroit, <laughs> my friend. Here is a perfect. This is. I'm gonna tell you why this is the most scariest one. Okay. You take a song of this magnitude. It's beloved. One that that just ran through the entire rock community. This was the last bastion right here. This one right here. This record, Escape, right, right. was the last of what was left of stadium rock, stadium corporate rock. Hmm. Sticks carried on a little bit and after this, but this was it. Okay, okay. And you were holding on to that album and going, wow. Now, would this be like, you're calling this like the high point of that? Like yes. It, like it hit that high point, never to be re- re- to hit that peak again. So yes. that's when it just kind of tailed yeah, off after Tailed that? off at that point. Okay. You know, because I think Michael Jacks came out, all this other stuff. Anyway, oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. rock, I mean, the, the rockers like you and I. I was alive for this one, by the way. And lived through that. They said... I object. I object to this blasphemy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Adam, <laughs> years later, Adam. <laughs> Turn it down. God damn it. Years later, uh, Adam. Yes. Is when the hipster crowd got a hold of it and infested the communities and the karaoke parties with this damn song. 
The Sopranos Hello, even took it my and, put, and put it in their last episode. <laughs> the one that they consider the most shittiest. Yeah, the one, the one that went black at the <laughs> end. Black. I don't the camera guy just lost consciousness. <laughs> it's the song, goddammit. It. They took this complete, they just went total black. They went, they black masked this one. Right? Mm. They, they did all the witching and the conjuring and everything they could possibly do and take probably one of the greatest songs ever. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried going to a karaoke and not have to suffer oh. through at least five or six oh, singers? Of this? <laughs> yeah, I'm as good as Steve Perry. To include no myself, Adam, when your children oh, dear when, yourself. <laughs> Adam, when you when your children know this song, Adam, it's a bad thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that Adam was it's the Tommy and Adams hard to name. Most evil songs ever, according to Tommy and Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys at the end are Ricky Martin fans, by the way. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Adam, you're, you look petrified. Man, I have I have one of those smart watches right here, <laughs> and my heart rate is just. Off the charts. Oh my God. I'm trying to compose myself. The yeah. sweat is. Oh, you flatlined. <laughs> Just beating off my forehead. Saturday we had done, we had not done a, a motherfuckeria in a while. <laughs> I figured if we're going to start again. We'll start we're start season three. We're, we're going to start. One for one. We're going to start it big. <laughs> Good times, bad times. Adam, I have the bad times today. (laughs) All right, then go ahead. Adam, according to Rolling Stone magazine, the Kiss concert, the end of the road tour, Adam, has lax COVID protocols in place, causing, according to the text, the death of a guitar tech. What? Yep, according to it came out in Rolling Stone yesterday. As a matter of fact, so their whole operation is online. Their whole operation is suspect because they're they're letting too many people in. They don't have good protocol to you, to separate. Things. Yeah, usually I have I have good news about you know I don't, I don't like sharing bad news off of the Kiss Camp, but I it just that shocked me yesterday. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? What the heck? Well, Paul got sick first, and then yeah. Gene got it. So it's and like, now this guitar tech got it and died from it. Wow. Yeah, no. So you have the tech accusing the band the band accusing the tech it's just it's insane right now wow you know here's gene trying to promote his paintings <laughs> here in town did you see the billboards go up for the rock and bruise down in oh yeah yeah Raymond? that's you know, right all these great i thought you said that wasn't going to go in evidently no i was wrong thank Damn. god i was wrong too for that one you'd be down there for grand opening oh, of course you know that <laughs> front and center i'm gonna probably buy tickets for that yeah absolutely you're gonna be stretching out your your hamstrings <laughs> so you could throw some kicks <laughs> <laughs> Adam, that's the bad news. That's all I got today, Adam. <laughs> oh, well, we need good news. Yes. Good news. All we right. <clears throat> Let's go to the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we have good news. All right. A rare flower nicknamed the penis plant blooms penis! at Netherlands University's <laughs> Botanical Garden, a rare occurrence in Europe. <laughs> at the university, oh. the penis plant, uh, known scientifically as whoo. Amorphalus decus sylvae. 
blooms only once every two decades. <laughs> and the university's botanical garden hasn't had one of the plants bloom since 1997. Wow. <laughs> the plant is known as the penis plant. No kidding. Due to its phallic shape. Penis! The phallic shape of its bloom. Uh, the school said that it is rare for the Indonesian native plants to bloom in Europe due to the vastly wow. different climate and weather conditions. The plant that bloomed this month is six years old, and researchers noticed it was budding in mid-September. The university made arrangements to allow the public oh, to see the blooming penis plant and experience its famously foul odor, which is often compared to rotting flesh. Oh, wow. Yay for the penis plant. <laughs> Adam wasn't circumcised. <laughs> 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 Good times, bad times. So oh, wow. But thinking about it, <laughs> blooming about once every 20 years sounds about right. <laughs> but it goes back to its peak, Adam. <laughs> oh, oh, that was our Halloween gosh. episode there, Tommy. Wow, <laughs> we done fucked up another episode. <laughs> At least this time we finished with some energy towards the end. Not exactly. Like, not like last episode. We were running on empty. <laughs> Tommy, do you have anything else? <laughs> oh, oh, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, thank you very much for that video this And he week. actually saved the day yes, with his, he did. With he, his he, uh, Godzilla he, content. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> Two contents, by the way. I think he's going to work his, well, his way into the show somehow, some way. And the coach was a big <laughs> fan. He said he is all pro talent right yes, there. Yes, I, I would like to see the emails that would favor Godzilla. Godzilla, thank you so much. Thank you. Didn't, are, have, didn't have so many positive things to say about me, however. <laughs> well, the good thing is you're white, so, so you had you have you have I, one I up have, on him. Do he definitely some. does not like Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind, life. Is just not that serious. It is not. Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Owl Trail, and everywhere else. This podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. Oh. I'm Adam Tate. Hey, Adam, real quick, before oh, before I go, I am, I forgot, man. Well, what? This season, we're going to be approaching episode number 100. I'm sorry, I, sh I should have. Yes, we're one closer time. now. <laughs> anyway, to celebrate that, Adam, we're going to be announcing pretty soon that uh, the contest for, uh, we're going to be announcing pretty soon the contest for that episode, episode number 100. So, yeah. Do we got wood again? Yeah. <laughs> Just like the penis plant? <laughs> We won't be getting wood. We will be, we will be giving wood. <laughs> oh, 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 look out. So, yeah. <laughs> well, so I just wanted to throw that. I forgot, totally forgot about that. Okay. That, well, that, just, so, that so, deserves like a real so, promotion. Let's then. go ahead and do the uh, little the little rewind sound and then go back to uh, I'm Adam Tate. We'll take it from there. Sorry Activate. about that. <laughs> Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. There you go. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is October 30, 2021, and you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name 
podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah, which are the cancers? Dadakoa Promotion. Negatives, Puerto Rican. When I think of you. Mm, yeah. How long is too long to go without having sex?